One, two, Wes is coming for you. Three, four, he used to direct porn. Five, six, I forgot the rest of it. Seven, eight, the show is great. Nine, ten, let's get... What's going on, all you chuds and chudettes? Here comes the Spookies back with episode 44. Tonight, we're going to talk Halloween kills, and then we're going to jump over to my buddy, my friend, Frederick Krugar, and see what he's doing on fucking Elm Street. So sit back, relax, tie that buddy to a chair, and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dukes of Spook, the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. I am your host, Cincinnati Jeff, one quarter of the Dukes of Spook. That actually doesn't make sense math-wise because there's only two of us. I am 50% of the Dukes of Spook. Yeah, I was like, would you go to Collinsville, dude? Come on. The other fucking Duke of Spook, Nachos McWorld. Nachos, how you doing tonight, buddy? How the fuck is everybody doing in this room? Except the time with Scarecrow. He can choke on a dick. And yeah, nobody loves me. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Uh, so tonight we've got fucking two special guests on our season two finale. Season finale. Uh, we finally got our fucking podcast virgin in. We've been fucking dying to get him in. Fucking the Atomic Scarecrow. Hey. Hello. And we've got fucking simple, gentle fucking uh, Mustang Sally Ben here. Como stop fuck boys and fuck girls. What's going on? <laughs> That's good shit, man. What's going on, fellas? How you doing tonight, Ben? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, man? I'm doing good. Thomas Kirker, how you doing, buddy? Uh, fucking awesome. Awesome. He has the most adorable, nervous boner right now. You guys can't see it. Don't Perfect. be afraid to get up on that mic, man. Well, simple Ben's touching it, so. Yeah. That's, that's how we do things that's in how the we, we're just factory. <laughs> that's right. Just priming it a little. Just getting a little primed. So uh, we are on episode 44. Finally. 44. Fucking 44 episodes episodes in getting to a nightmare on elm street i can't believe we've done fucking like house of a thousand corpses no shit night of the demon fucking oh night of the demon's fucking great most, that, that, fucking bigfoot tears a dude's dick off peewee's big adventure <laughs> Pee-wee's fucking project fucking metal beat project colon metal beat. fucking dna <laughs> overload god damn it all right yeah so we finally made it to one of the best movies ever yes and we've got a lot to get through tonight um i've got a special gift for you that i'm gonna do before the fucking episode i've been working on we've got some fucking voicemails yay we've got all kinds of shit uh first up though i want to shout out to the fucking newest fucking patreon member um it's uh he's under the name of Noslin 80 uh, on our fucking Patreon, so I want to thank you for fucking joining the cool booster uh, tier. Thanks, buddy. So really appreciate it. So uh, if you're listening, get back to us, man. I sent you an email, uh, so I just need an address so I can send you your fucking Spooky Squad gear. You get your fucking Spooky Squad fucking membership card, personally signed by Nachos and Cincinnati Jeff. That's you right. get some stickers, buttons, some koozies, a hand-drawn fucking little sketch that Nachos fucking made. It's fantastic. I still don't have one of those, Nachos. Oh, uh Oh, funny get to funny work. story there you go oh buddy. hey holy Signed shit and everything look at that it's the uh it's mr bone bone smasher mr. Bone stripper. even better bone stripper there, there we, we go. go look at that very nice look hey. at that listeners you can see it perfectly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine was colored everybody oh that's weird <laughs> it, it's it's the ink is re- the colors are real he, subtle no you're shit, colorblind he did that during the fucking nothing but trouble episode and I, I was like dude this is great he's like i was just fucking around i was like no you got to color it and he's like i'm not coloring it and i'm like i'm giving it to someone so you better color it 
Well, he's like, you so it wasn't even for me. I was just kind of like an afterthought. Like I, I brought so it up. So none of them are for anybody. He just does. Like I asked him to do a handful of them because I cannot count on him to do no. much. <laughs> well, Cincinnati Jeff, it sounds like you got me in nothing but trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, hey man, like he's like, how many do I need to make? And I'm like, ten, because I only need one, but I'm fucking gonna bank the other nine. <laughs> Why'd you take my beer away, Ben? Are you drinking this? No, I'm this good. isn't cold. Oh, I thought okay. you got a cold one. I'll just have some of this delicious Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> oh, brought you a Mad Dog. Yeah, yeah. let's oh, pass that around right. like COVID's not a thing. That's right. Hey, we're all vaccinated, <laughs> man. I'm taking some too, baby. All right. Don't not you fucking mean. worry about it. This is not that bad. Yeah, puff puff give. You puff, made me drink give. that last time uh, when you when the thing was outside. The thing for with the people and the thing, and you were drinking when that. we were burning the effigy. My yes. birthday, yes. Or, or my birthday, yes. or your birthday, or yeah. our birthday. Somebody's sacrificed birthday. a couple hey. children there was some blood everywhere ah, whatever at least he didn't fuck up your birthday show oh oh yeah thank yeah. you yeah. fucking atomic scarecrow yeah, yeah good save good save good save <laughs> i appreciate it i thought about fucking his up too but uh, Wee's big adventure is such a good fucking well, movie life kind of did oh, so oh. all right so uh let's go ahead and get started news and stuff all right so we got uh we got three things to talk about today first up uh, this is fun for me. I know you're not like a huge fan of this, but I do. Maybe you guys will like it. The book, The Midwitch Cuckoos, is getting a new eight-part TV miniseries, which would be a modern retelling of the original 1957 novel. And you're thinking to yourself, the fuck's this about? Yo, dude, isn't that The Witches of Eastwick with fucking... Uh... It is not. Okay. This book has already been turned into two major motion pictures called Village of the Damned. Oh, no shit. The original was released in 1960 with a sequel called Children of the Damned, and then released again, there was a reboot by John Carpenter in 1995 under the same title, which had Mark Hamill, Superman, Christopher Reeves, uh, Kirstie, Kirstie, Kirstie Alley. Alley was in it. Dude. Never heard of any of those people. Don't um, <laughs> well, once the Joker... Have you ever heard of a wheelchair? Uh, yes. Okay, so think of Superman, but he's in a wheelchair. Oh, that guy, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so his other supervillain, other than Lex Luthor, is wheelchair ramps. Horses. <laughs> or regular steps. He's the guy that Eminem challenged to a breakdancing contest in his song. So I'm he excited for this. God damn. That's fucking rough, dude. That's <laughs> like fucking that's? That's like fucking easy fucking telling that one girl to get up at his fucking concert, and it's like she was in a wheelchair in the front row. He's like, get up and dance, bitch. <laughs> uh, it's like, sorry, Kanye. It's also why Nachos is scared to death of horses. Yeah, I don't fuck with horses, man. I rode a horse once. That, that chick you were dating like forever ago. She's like, you got to ride this horse. And then she played genuine. Or I'm going to fucking break up with the fucking scarecrow. <laughs> That's right. right. Then she started playing genuine and started jacking off the horse. And I'm like, where's this go? I don't know. This is weird. <laughs> hey, he uh, said he wouldn't tell nobody that. <laughs> Confident. Just be- confidentiality. Right. Just between the two of us. Next up, Paramount is releasing a Pet Cemetery prequel. Yay. And it's supposedly about uh, Timmy Baderman. The living dead uh, oh, person I- that the lifelong uh, Ludlow, Maine resident Judd Crandall, originally played by Fred Gwynn, That's encountered right. in his ute. Would you say he's a living dead boy? So I don't know. If, I don't know if it's about Judd Crandall or if it's about the Timmy. Uh, either way, dude. I mean, give me some more fucking Can fake I- Fred Gwynn. I'm down with that. Yeah, dude. I don't know. He's got to say Rowad, or I'm fucking walking out of the theater. Don't go near that Rowad. I want to hear ute, and I want to hear Rowad. Yeah, I love the my cousin Vinny. Uh, <laughs> reference you threw in there. The what three is, what? Because same guy. I fucking love is Herman Munster. I'll say three pet pet ute. <laughs> the hell is a ute? I'd say Pet Cemetery is probably one of our best episodes. Oh, what's up, puppy? Outside of Nightmare on Elm Street, that's Did right. We do pet Cemetery. No, I'm just fucking. Okay, it's like wait a minute. Oh yeah, you got, you got Lincoln Continental Long Boy over there. Lincoln Continental Breakfast. He's so long. And Riley the Fat. Linkovich Chamoski <laughs> from Estonia. <laughs> from Estonia. And then last but certainly not least, Halloween Kills trailer. 
I don't have to fucking say much about it. I mean, I know like you guys got a lot, so fucking nachos, take it away. Oh, uh, oh, it's not about that. It's a different thing, but uh, I don't know, dude. I my dick couldn't be any fucking harder for this movie. Just straight out the gate. I mean, we've we've seen the trailer, and if not, yeah. fucking just pause this episode and go watch that fucking trailer because it's a goddamn murder fest. So we were texting back with the horrible horror boys, and it's like, man, like. They're giving me. I feel like almost too much, right? There's like I don't want to. I want to see people almost getting murdered, but I don't want to see the murders. And I guess I felt like I saw a little too much, kind of like when you had uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Okay, and it was like you know Captain America's like, does anybody want to get off? And then the old dude in the elevator, like, and then they fucking like stop. beat the shit out of each other in the fucking elevator. I'm like, this is the best scene in the movie, and you fucking put it in the trailer. Fuck you, <laughs> Disney. The best part of the movie? I don't know, dude. Winter Soldier was crazy as fuck. That was the best fucking scene, dude. That got my fucking dick hard. See, I would have done it different. I would just, I should have, I would have just said, Hydra, and then everything would have been cool, you know, right? They yeah. did that in the fucking Avengers. That's uh, the fucking, joke. That's uh, what, the about joke. You, what about you, fine boys? What do you think of the Halloween kills? Uh, I am pumped for it. Uh, I think they show too much. Uh, like, I think they should have uh, left. Are you turning the, his mic all the way down? No, I turned me down. Michael. Okay. I think they should have left the fluorescent light kill out of the trailer. I think that one was going to be nice. Uh, me and Nachos were talking on the way over about how uh, Sinister put the best. Scary, yeah, you know, in the trailer. Oh yeah, you know, and I think they put too much in the trailer. But we haven't seen the movie, so we don't know. Yeah, not yet. Nachos, uh, you said that like, you, you from what you understand is like this is like this thing's fucking so bloody that like they're not giving anything away. That's There's gonna, gonna be fucking like a dozen fucking plus kills here. I mean, yeah, dude, show a dozen in the trailer. I, it, Baker's dozen, <laughs> and uh, Ben thoughts. No pressure. I don't know. I don't give a shit. I don't like horror movies. And then he just walks out the room. No, it's awesome. Dude, I, I watched that probably three or four times back to back because I was like, there's so much to unpack here. There's so much murder and mayhem and it's fucking awesome. And I am truly excited about it. And fucking Michael Myers mask looks ridiculously dope it in does. this movie. It is so fucking So cool. do the fucking Halloween yeah, 3 fucking yep. mask. Yep. I know yeah, Marshall's dude. excited about that oh, shit. Man. Yeah, he is. He's like, oh, they're all dead. Where's Tom Atkins? <laughs> Fucking making porn with this fucking big. Do you think his dick has a mustache? I bet it, it has does. to. It, yeah. It's like I bet his dick drinks Miller fucking highlight. Do you think he like yeah. trims it into a mustache over the top, or just, grows, just grows in like that? <laughs> no, dude. Better. Tom Atkins' mustache dick is like Falcor's ears. It's just all <laughs> over. That's the how place. he got the part in the fog. They were like, "No, Tom, you don't have a mustache." Then he just fucking whipped his dick out. It was like, "Oh, really? Are you sure I don't?" He's like, "John, where are we playing games over Carpenter's here? Come on, like, Carpenter. Ah, yeah, should have known better. Should have known better." <laughs> all right, not that's just actually why. Uh, John Carpenter has a mustache because of Tom Atkins. <laughs> you got any? Uh, got any? Got I got any a little shit. talking point here. We don't have a cool button for that, but that's okay. It's Listen news, to news Orange stuff. Joe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can. We're gonna listen st- to Orange Joe. Here we go. All right, you so had to say it. I know. So Buster Rhymes was in at in the Grove the other week for Buster uh, Rhymes. So originally Ghostface. Oh yeah, for uh, Soul Taco, they were doing like their fifteenth, tenth, tenth. I think I don't know. It was yeah. an anniversary. Yeah, it was a birthday party for a cat. It was a Kinsiera. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so fucking um you come to me and talk to me on my cat's Kinsiera. No, anyway, uh yeah, so fucking Buster Rhyme showed up and uh Soul Taco. This place is fucking awesome. Free plug. Uh it's like Korean Tex-Mex fusion. So we all missed an opportunity to go to Buster Rhyme and ask him if Michael Myers was 
a download, an a MP, a shark in a baggy ass fucking jumpsuit, <laughs> a download, a meme, a, a fucking GIF. <laughs> he would have just spun kicked you in the face. By the way, it's Freddie knows karate. Listen, it's fucking. I don't care how the the guy that fucking created it says it's GIF, it's GIF, it's graphics interchange format. Okay, yeah, suck it, so dick. Fuck off. Okay, it's GIF. Or you can Joe. Also, happy Pride Month, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna cover that last episode. Cover right. you last episode. You got anything else, buddy? Uh, n- nope. All right, perfect. So I got a gift. Is this the season finale? I wish I would have done this last year. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna play this button. I'm gonna mute. I'm gonna mute the mics so that we can fucking just like, we can laugh out loud, okay. but so that the fucking people at home can fucking hear it in its entirety. Uh, basically, this is uh. <laughs> Season two in in memory, right? In memory of season two. Oh, if you remember fucking back in like Z1077 days when they fucking used to play the fucking Celine Dion and they would cut in fucking like segments of South Park. Yeah. So think of that. And oh, God. Oh, here we go. Fucking mute everybody. All right. Here we go. He pins Maggie down, reaches into her vagina, and as she dies, he pulls out her unborn child and eats it. Death number eight, unborn baby. And for my next trick, watch me pull a rabbit out of this cunt. I am comfortable enough to my sexuality. Do you want to see? That dude is a fucking specimen. He is a super soldier, and if he wants to hang dong, goddammit, it is my constitutional duty to see the dong hang. I'm jacking off on borrowed time, man. I'm not, like, fucking, you know, Thorazining everybody in the house that, like, lock all the doors. Like, oh, time for a hearty beat-off sesh. When he's, when he's killing Annie... Right, and he's choking her to death, and he right before he slits her throat, he leans in and he goes, "Speed kills." And he holds up the keys and goes, "Want to know how I got these cars?" He pops up like a boner in math class and starts <laughs> choking the ever living shit out of her. If you listen closely, you can hear her say, "Harder, Mikey, I want you to stab me in my squish mitten." Speed kills. You want to see how I got these cars? Lewis runs up and. <laughs> breaks up the car fuffle by saying, did somebody order shots? I mean, the movie really should have explained why Franklin was in a wheelchair, but Texas Chainsaw don't do me that favor. So I just assume that he got bit by a werehuffy during a full moon, and that's why he's part bicycle. Fucking write hate mail on your fist, and if you see me, punch me in my neck and genitals. Fuck 9-11, dude. I'll forget that, but I will always remember Harambe. I'm going to give you the driest blowjob ever. No. It's going to be the driest blowjob. I'm going to use my teeth. Oh, and then ah, it's going to be like sandpaper. Oh, kind of like how Shelly Duvall and Robert Duvall are not related. Just fucking weird. They just They both have teeth. Some just have more than others. <laughs> <laughs> we went pretty hard on Shelly Duvall's fucking uh, mouth hole the last episode. Seven o'clock. 
Psychos see Santa's workshop, and only Lee Majors can stop them in The Night the Reindeer Died. If I know your father, he's out chasing beaver. I like wieners on my butt. I've got a podcast and a reduction sauce, asshole, so can you fucking move this along real fast and just hook me up with a hush puppy? Do Kermit the Frog NPR. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, well, so in 2009, uh, there were a lot of weird uh, things going on in the whole community. And when we come back from our break, we'll tell you all about it. Uh, before we leave, though, I'd like to give a plug to Mrs. Paws Muffins and Cupcakes. Mm, boy, are they good. But Tyler, being a real fan of horror, he shuts that thin lip bitty down. Get your fucking chicken legs and your fucking egg cups and beat it. So me and uh, Rope yes. came up later. When we walk in, we're both looking like, hey, where's Eric? You know, we just with him like 25 minutes ago. We're looking around. Hit the corner. He's laying on his back on stage with his legs hanging. <laughs> and this motherfucker was picking a dollar bill off his chest with a cooter. Did you find the stripper that bit you and you bit her back and now, like, you have calming ground? Jennifer Connolly, let's write her a birthday card. You got fucking pencil neck Ted Raimi rolling up on a chopper and, like, picket fence white suburb. Like, what's up? Is this the free pussy giveaway? White people only fucking bring problems and cops to this fucking apartment. I want to choke everybody at this fucking table. They are the most uppity, snooty, and everybody's fucking smoking. Everybody smokes in this fucking movie nonstop, Candy except Man. for Candyman and the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, wait, where's my where's my applause button? You earned it. Brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> That's good shit. So that was I, awesome. I hey, fucking no joke. I fucking we muted so many mics. Oh no no he's that's not it. Okay. So I fucking went back and like listened to fucking every episode. I'm like I'm gonna fucking pull highlights out of all the season two. I did. I only got to fucking uh, Candyman. I didn't even get. What to you some got to Candyman? <laughs> Candyman. Candyman. That was Candyman. a good episode. Oh fuck. I'm surprised that the one of me that you threw in there wasn't the I grabbed him by I'm grabbed him by the ears and whispered into his belly button. <laughs> that I was thought for so sure dumb. that that was gonna be so stupid. So I did not get that far in the season. <laughs> Dude, the fucking song's only five minutes long, and I ran out of shit. Let's write Jennifer Connolly a birthday card. Dude, that, what the fuck is that? I Dude. like wieners in my butt. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that could be taken out of context. <laughs> so that's what I thought. I was I like, like Dude, wieners in my butt. <laughs> out of context, fucking podcast quotes, dude. Dude, that was amazing. That was truly, truly awesome. It was really good. I've been working on it for weeks listening to episodes like, oh, that's funny. That's hey, funny. That's Patreon level shit that you're giving for fucking free. <laughs> that's so right. That's, that's, awesome. that's the kind of fucking podcast we are. Everybody's second favorite podcast. <laughs> that's right. And if you're giving you their feed- fucking second favorite content away. If you have any feedback and want to contact us, uh, what, what's the number? It's 704-666-2814. That's right. So 704-666-2814. That's right. And if you got you think you're cool and your nipples aren't 
fucking cool, you <laughs> tell us. Uh, send us a picture on the landline, and we'll get and we'll talk, make words at you. So before we move on, I just want to say, hey, great fucking season two. I want to thank the fucking guests that have been on today, that have yes. been on previous. So Ben, Mister Fucking Atomic Scarecrow, hey bitch, Dogmaster Dan, uh, it, you know the guys that were on that didn't get uh, you know heard again. I fucking I ran out of time. So <laughs> fucking Texas Nick, oh shit, Aaron Southworth, fucking Chris Samples, you know like. All that fun shit. I didn't uh, know Samples was on. Did I miss that episode? Shake. Uh, yeah, so Aaron and Chris Samples were on for Nothing uh, But Trouble. Nothing But Trouble. Ah, uh, okay. Now, do we count, like, kind of the COVID-verse as part of this season, or is that kind of its own fuck-off Once we... No, that was season one. Once we started with Anthropophagus... You're right, you're that right. That was season two. And absurd. Yeah. Quite Back, the season, might I say, fellas. Oh, <laughs> Some stop. fantastic stuff. Dude, I had some I had some fucking bangers lined up, dude, and, like, I just put, like... Because I was writing this at work, so I wrote, like, little notes. Uh, ro- uh, robot and, bo- and fucking bicycles. Cores and dad beatings. <laughs> That's creep show. Ordinary Irish. Dad hittings. Did I get that right? The list. Ooh, Lex Luthor is fucking awesome. I wish that made it. And the last one was sausage. You should take that to work and accidentally leave it on your desk so people can see that just sitting there. Like, what the fuck is going on? What is Cincinnati doing in his spare time? (laughs) What about dinosaur? Dude, I didn't even even get that far. I only made it to episode 38 where I was like, I think I have enough content. And then I only fucking made it to episode 35. So yeah, from fucking 24 to episode or to episode 25 to episode 34, 10 episodes worth of content's all I could pull down. Celine Dion's going <laughs> to send got you a Sarah McLaugh- fucking Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin in the background getting all fucking Lil with fair on me. All, trying all to- I could think about was puppies, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, puppies like, are the puppies, JR, the puppies. Dead puppies. <laughs> hey, man, I thought we were going episode without talking about dead dogs. <laughs> So I've been fucking dying to uh, show that, that to you guys. That was. That was I'm gonna old. fucking isolate just that and fucking put it up on like fucking social media. Uh, that's good. Speaking about uh, dead dogs, we were riding over here, me and Nachos. Oh and god, there god was a, a dead animal on the road, and he was like, "Is that a cat?" And I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope. Just keep going." <laughs> we <laughs> didn't this story, and then I put it in reverse and just backed over its head. <laughs> So yeah, I was, <laughs> only way I get my dick hard. I, ver- I hope the fucking listeners out there enjoy the out of context fucking podcast quotes. <laughs> Plenty like of them you can get. In my butt. Never a shortage on this podcast. <laughs> oh, hey, can you can you get that wieners in my butt as a ringtone <laughs> to make it for us? Please? Yes, I can. Even with context, they're just as heinous. <laughs> hey man, so. I just like wieners in my butt. You know, that's <laughs> <laughs> Pride Month. Yeah, man. that's so that's what made the cut. You should hear the shit that didn't fucking make it. <laughs> oh, is it like the verbal Holocaust? But fucking nine eleven. Uh, so I did take got the nazi stuff that was in there and i was like oh, one this is too long too this is too fucking what what even episode had nazis in it? uh hills run red you were telling the story about your Ooh. nazi hats oh yeah yeah <laughs> which way to see autobahn <laughs> yeah. oh, that had Christ. that had one of my favorite quotes from this season when he goes 9 11 i'll forget that shit but i'll never forget harambe <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> oh my god oh man that's right, amazing hate mail on your fucking knuckles and when you see me punch <laughs> me in my fucking <laughs> neck, neck and genitals <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just say this shit and I don't think about it. It's like that's why you're the fucking star of the show. It's a fucking thing of beauty. I do all the work, you get all the credit. Yeah, nice sweet book report, homie. (laughs) (laughs) If you want some zingers, you come to your boy, not just McQuarrie. So, moving on. Yes, moving on. Uh, We are finally getting to the fucking movie Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984. That's right. Uh, So, when, where was the first time you saw this movie? Thomas Scarecrow, you go first, buddy. Ladies first. Uh, So, I'm the youngest of three kids. So at that point... And the oldest person in the room. Wow, fuck you. You're an old fuck. Uh, <laughs> so at that point, uh, my parents didn't really care no more. So if it was on TV, and we only had two TVs, you know, at that time. 
So that's what we're watching. So I always be, bragging about his TV. I was probably like five or six. I mean, I wanted to ask Freddy Krueger for Halloween for like four years in a row. So, you know, it's good parenting. Yep. I like that. Hey, my kid would be the same way if I had. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not making a, a <laughs> shitty joke. I agree. Well, the, the kids you don't know about. Mm-hmm. Simple, right. gentle, Mustang Sally Ben. Uh, June 25th, 2021. <laughs> Around 4 p.m. It was a milestone. Oh, where'd you get that? <laughs> um, so I had seen bits and pieces of this movie prior to yesterday when I actually fucking watched it from beginning to end. So came in fresh like I do with a lot of these movies. Even though it's a fucking like but that's banger movie. Okay. Absolute classic, classic, classic movie. But uh, I'm not going to go any further until you stroke our dicks. Where did you get the movie? Yeah, how'd you score those, pal? I don't know if we got on the nightmare set. Oh, you okay? Yeah, you yeah. Did. Hey, where'd you get those? Uh, Just the first from, one, buddy. Oh, okay. These okay. fantastic <laughs> sons of bitches got it for me for my birthday. They gave me a entry to horror movie pack. Yep, yep. Some pretty good fucking bangers on that too. It didn't include Night of the Demon, and I'm sorry that it didn't. AKA the movie where Bigfoot tears a dude's dick off. Yeah, nothing to apologize for, baby. It's good. It's good shit. So, uh, Nash was good, buddy. I'm actually in this movie. <laughs> so. In case you guys didn't know that. You're uh, the drunk mom. That's right. I'm fucking Marge. <laughs> Who are you, like one? Or born. <laughs> Bornish. Uh, no, were, dude. Uh, let's see. You would have been uh, five months old. Yeah. Yeah. I'm OG, baby. I do shit. No, man. I, I probably saw it at this fuck bakes house. Or, sorry, I'm pointing to the atomic scarecrow. I probably saw it at uh, this fuck bakes house because like, yeah, dude, you know, your folks didn't give a shit. It's just like. Are you murdering somebody? Are you guys smoking crack? No, then shut the fuck up. And no, but whatever. I was the smoking baby in Nightmare on Elm Street. But I wasn't the smoking baby in Candyman. I was smoking babies. <laughs> Dude, you ground that shit up. You do a couple bumps. Fucking whoop, whoop. How about you, Cincinnati, Jeff? Uh, all right, so this is... So I know when we did uh, Friday Part 5, I would say that, that, that's the first horror movie I ever saw. And it was, but this is the earliest horror movie that I've ever watched, like... That I of a scene I'd ever seen. I was like maybe four or five. My mom took me to your who? My mom. My mom. My mom. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was waiting for you to say it. Uh, took me to uh, like Virginia Beach, some fucking friend's house where they had like much older children, and then like they brought me to their bedroom, locked the door, and were like, "Hey!" Like they thought it would be funny to fucking show like a five year old this. But and, like, like you're like, "Yes, please." Ah, uh, no, I freaked out because I was like, "Fuck no, oh, my god!" So like <laughs> I never fucking forgot how frightening Freddy was like in this movie uh and so like it stuck with me and then i mean i knew what it was and i always remembered it and then i didn't watch it again until probably junior high like i want to say maybe sixth seventh grade like i'd finally seen it it's an entirety and by that time i'd already ingested like so many other movies so many yeah winners. that's what i was gonna ask is if that was still like if you had not had your introduction into horror movies no i had at that point for sure yeah but this this one I just it was it wasn't even the whole thing it was just it was just Freddy it wasn't even kills it was like him later in the movie like in the the whole Nancy chasing in the boiler and stuff like that's what they showed me were you just like terrified to watch it again because it fucked you up so much when you were a little kid bit, little yeah. bit. you had some like proactive uh, yeah. PTSD proactive yeah, yeah. that's the fucking proactivia fucking <laughs> activia that's right. yeah fucking uh, shout out dad eraser had pulling that one back again <laughs> oh, still oh, watch that fucking shit, piece of shit fuck that dude oh <sighs> wait no i sorry i gotta jump in real quick because i forgot we haven't recorded like in since you know the beginning of the month so i spent some time with my dad you know mom went out of town so we yeah, you did yeah you were there too fucker yeah, i was there and, Father's uh, Day weekend. i talked to him on facetime that's right dude we got fucking sideways so my dad uh he, he who my Faja. Oh, Captain Rob. My Faja. Uh, Is he like, he's out chasing beaver? That's. No, he's in his basement listening. <laughs> I know to your dad. He's out chasing Nicky Pop. 
<laughs> so, the soda. So he keeps telling me about this movie fucking with Chi-Chi from The Godfather. He's like, yeah, he's, you know... Uh, and he, he Joe cuts, Spinell. yeah, big fucking, if like, if, if a pizza could come to life, it's Joe Spinell. Here comes the greasy meatball. Dude, he's the, <laughs> hey, what Luigi do to you kid? Dude, Joe <laughs> Spinell is the original greasy strangler. I'm just saying. So fucking, <laughs> <laughs> so like my dad thought the movie, Hey, everybody, everybody. Thank you. So my dad thought. This. So he's like, yeah, it, it, Joe Spinell or Chi Chi from The Godfather is he just goes and he scalps these chicks. I was like, Dad, that movie's called Maniac. He goes, I thought it was called Mannequin. I'm like, no, Dad, I think that's a different movie. No, when you watch that one, you die seven days later. <laughs> Kim Cattrall's old ass crab walks out of the TV and suffocate, muffocate you with her old muffocate crust, <laughs> her fucking crusty vagine. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just stopped. anyway. Hey, how about this movie, bro? Get right, ready so to watch season two finale. We've only gotten to one video nasty. This again is not on our video. That's nasty. not true. We did two. Well, uh, yeah, uh, double feature, homie. That's right. Yeah, from Papagapagus and Absoid. Were they both on there? I don't think they were. I'm pretty sure, homie. I'm pretty I know sure. Anthropophagophagus was. Anthropophagophagus. You, you can't not eat a baby and then fucking not make that list. Yeah, I mean, watch me pull a rabbit out of this cunt. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a video nasty. This is not an our Hello Nasty list. Uh, directed by West Craven. West? <laughs> the Westest of the Cravens. West Craven. Ah, uh, man. Such fucking. Uh, may he rest in peace. Amazing. So obviously, the, he did this one. The Deadly three franchise. Fucking, so I've got Deadly Blessing. My soul to take vampire yeah. in Brooklyn, no doubt. Oh yeah, which is a fun surprise. It it tickles a little. Music of the heart, which has Meryl Streep and Gloria Estefan. Yeah, this dude, is only fucking li- non horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it's actually good. I watched it. You would. Uh, then of course, Deadly Friend. Have you guys ever seen Deadly yep. Friend? I haven't. Yep. I have it on my list. I actually have it already ready to go. I just gotta watch. Mama it. Fratelli. <laughs> fucking the original movie, Vampire Swanson. Slayer. Christy yeah. Swanson. There's yeah. a fucking basketball. Oh, that movie's such dog shit, but I fucking love. He also it. directed a lot of porn in the '70s. Now he is not credited directly as this, but he's going on and saying like, "What's his the, porn name?" In the interview, he, I don't know. Chest like Craven. it never came out. <laughs> not just like, like werewolves. He, he has something to do with the original Deep Throat, and he said. In a uh, like a documentary was about cock. Deep Throat, he was like, "I directed tons of fucking like hardcore X-rated movies back in the seventies. Perfect before he did like, uh, you know, Last House on the Left and stuff like that. Didn't he do uh, People Under the Stairs? Yes, goddamn right, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, the list is huge. Yeah, the list is fucking ginormous. So yeah. what I learned from Silver like Rainbow, the- oh, that's fun. Stuff. That's yeah. a banger too. Is hold your tongue and say, "Better luck next time." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, now it's time to meet our casualties. Do not talk over the xylophone. Oh, my God, he's killing me. He's killing me. He's killing me. So the crazy thing about this is, like, pretty good cast, but only a couple actually went on to do a lot of shit. Like, everybody else was just kind of like, one and done sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, you can just talk. Don't talk uh, no, that's right. We'll wait. fucking best part, dude. I know you love it. I'm going to turn it up for you. <laughs> so then I was... <laughs> Why does this make me so happy? It's reduction a little sauce. <laughs> it's a little thing. Yeah, reduction sauce. Yeah. yeah. All right. So first up, we've got Heather Langenkamp, who plays Nancy Thompson. Who does not close her mouth this entire movie. <laughs> it's just a gape the whole time. <laughs> 
Go ahead. Uh, so obviously, so mainly known for the fucking Nightmare franchise. She's done a couple other movies. She's done some uh, made-for-TV stuff. Uh, but her big thing now is that uh, her and her husband special effects do artists. fucking yeah they're fucking fx fucking studio they did uh they did some shit for uh zach schneider and james guns never heard of them uh they're a bunch of <laughs> hack losers uh, <laughs> uh, uh dawn of the dead at the mall oh really yeah that's awesome they did fx and dawn of the dead yeah mm. N- not the og romero one right but, uh, yeah the, the the new one yeah yes so then we've got john saxon uh, who plays Lieutenant Donald Don Thompson? My king. Now we've got Black Christmas, Beyond Evil, Cannibal Apocalypse, and everybody has seen this. We've never seen a horror movie. Enter the Dragon. Yeah, John yeah, Sayles is one of the fucking fuck main, yeah. main characters in Enter the Dragon. Zaddy Daddy. Oh, of course, we've got Robert Englund. That's right. Uh, who plays Who's Fred? Freddy Krueger. Uh, Dreamy Frederick. <laughs> I forgot about this one. He's in Dead and Buried. Which, by the way, oh, is, yeah. is in the mail. Dude. Oh, checks in the mail. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's Amazon's like, we got it back in stock. It's on its way. Uh, Chud 2. <laughs> That's right, dude. He has the smallest of cameos. That Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Uh, the Mangler, Wishmaster, Strangeland. I forgot about that because nobody watches it but me. <laughs> uh, Andy Schneider. Urban Legend. Fuck yeah, dude. He's Wetchler. Yes. 2001 Maniacs. Fucking love that movie. Amazing. Can't quote that part, but you know what I'm saying. And then Behind, behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Yep. So good. He's, he's in a ton Lumis. of other shit. Yeah, yeah, he's in V. I say V. He's in My Mom. This guy did not do much. This was his fucking first role. Johnny Depp. Oh, Johnny Deep plus Glenn Lance. I, I, I couldn't recognize him without his fucking white face on. <laughs> and Tim, it, Tim Burton. He's, uh, and he Tim played up his ass. He played Tonto. In some sort of movie. Yeah, and then the fucking Lone Ranger tried to eat people. What the fuck so, is that, dude? So the funny part about that is I was kind of fucking off during the intro credits, not really paying attention to any of the names. Yes. And I got like halfway through the goddamn movie, and I'm like, he looks Johnny and Depp? sounds so much like fucking Johnny Depp. Who is this guy? <laughs> it's Johnny Depp. I looked Deep. at him, it's fucking Johnny Depp. I'm like, well, I feel like a big stupid no shit, dummy. this is his first role. Here's the yeah. crazy thing. is He like, looks like he's six. When Wes Craven <laughs> did the uh, like reboot with New Nightmare, he, Johnny Depp was like a huge star at the time, and so he got everybody else back. Yeah, but like Wes was like in an interview, he's like, I I didn't even approach Johnny Depp because I just assumed he was too good. And yeah, but they had him, in and then Depp came back, and this was after Wes had died, and he's like, I didn't know that. I'd have fucking done it for free, right? Uh, and on top of that, he's in fucking Freddy's Dead doing his little drug ad kind of shit. It's like, what are you on a frying pan? Hope <laughs> you like this that. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Yeah, yeah. But, they, like- but it's a that's a real thing that they just borrowed. Well, I hope you like oh, yeah. shitty uh, Freddy Krueger impersonations because <laughs> so it's so going to happen. Fun fact: uh, nobody ever did those like for fun. The Hollywood would make you fucking do that if you got got arrested or like for Johnny Depp fucking just would tear up fucking hotel rooms in the nineties. Yeah. They well, would do that as like good press. It's like that's your punishment. You know, <laughs> like in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, he's like, "Hey guys, don't smoke crack because it's bad." <laughs> that's <laughs> Give right. Give me that eight ball. Yeah, that was he fucking had to do that because he fucking was jacking off in movie theaters. Or Which, by o- the way, run uh, over kids with your car too. You know, just want to throw this out there real quick. It's not related to this Broderick. note or this movie, but Ooh. somebody had asked her like, "I don't want to listen to the Pee Wee fucking movie or episode because he's a fucking sex offender." No, he's not. not a registered sex offender. He just jacked it in a fucking movie theater. Yeah, like you don't. <laughs> oh, I have a redaction about Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Hit me. Large Marge was a Chodio Brothers effect. And we're back. Thanks for fucking ruining the whole episode. And I'll do it again. Ronnie Blakely, who plays Marge Thompson. Now, she was in Return to Salem's Lot. I, I, like I never that. saw that one. That's good. Uh, Amanda Weiss. Oh, she's a smoke Who plays show. Tina. She 
catch a case of the Alabama mouth fucking, if you know what I'm saying. Well, then we're into two totally different women. Oh. Nick Corey, uh, who played Rod Lane. Now, he is in Predator 2. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, he plays cop. Oh. <laughs> cop. <laughs> wow, not even Irish cop. cop. number one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Irish Latino cop. <laughs> he is. He's also in Vampire in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, and he's in Candyman 3, Day of the Dead. Oh, the softcore porno one starring Dominique D'Erico? Donna D'Erico. Yeah, you know, old girl yeah. from fucking... Um, Baywatch. Um, yeah. In her giant WKRP in Cincinnati? Yeah, and they throw her it's out of the God helicopter. God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> Where's that cricket button? Fuck you, dude. That's a good episode. <laughs> WKRP in Cincinnati's fucking great. Piss off. Fuck you. Leave your own podcast. But how do you really feel? At <laughs> least in November of 1984. Uh, actually, not a hugely year for horror, but it had some, had some bangers for sure. Friday Did you say fucking hugely? Yeah. Okay. Friday the 13th, part V. Uh, I'm sorry, IV. IV says. Chud. But. Firestarter. That wicked Firestarter. <laughs> <laughs> Gremlins. Fuck yeah, dude. We should do that episode. Children of the Corn. That's a weird one. The Initiation, which is actually really good. It's got it's Princess, Princess Vespa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I know you love this one. The Hills Have Eyes, part two. The fucking dog has a flashback. <laughs> He's not lying. We have to like, maybe tonight we just watch that movie because that movie should be called Bandanas, 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 dude. That is the dumbest. And Wes Craven's kid did that. So Yeah, Wes did the first one. He's like, here, just fuck up my legacy, Sonny. Thank you. So how to watch uh, VHS, Betamax, and Laserdisc, of course. The main, the big three. And Betacook. <laughs> Multiple DVDs, including uh, both single and multi-movie packs, as well as the 1999 Nightmare DVD collection. That's right. Along with the rest of the films That's in the series. Right. Uh, which has the fucking, like, it has great special features, but you have to play fucking mini games what? on the fucking yep. menus, Fuck dude. That. And that shit's sucks yeah. it was fun then for like a second and you're like i just want to watch the shit dude. yeah when i could fucking rip a bong and I'm like, dude, if i play this on my ps2 can i just fucking save this fucking memory card and just fucking access it immediately yo is this shit even xbox 360 compatible i think not bitch it was a pain in the ass uh Truly. and then the 2006 infinity film version with tons of special features that's a banger that's well, a banger yeah then you've got multiple Blu-ray releases, including single releases, uh, the series collection, uh, which I highly recommend, but watch out. Uh, like, if you buy it on Amazon, it's mostly the only place you could get it, or eBay. Uh, the European set is always available, but it doesn't work on fucking Rain Region 1 or, fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, Blu-ray players and Xboxes and PlayStation 4s. So you want to fucking watch out for that, and that's the kind of pain in the ass. So the U.S. version is more expensive because the European version is readily available and the normal one isn't. Uh, hence why you only got the first movie. Perfect. Uh, but the uh, the single release does have all the Infinity Film um, special features, which includes... It's up to its gills with special features. <clears throat> um, uh, deleted scenes, alternate endings, um, oh, alternate takes, which includes uh, Nancy finding out she's got a brother. Yep. The hardcore fuck fest <laughs> when they stay the night at the... No? Okay. <laughs> so I guess it's in the European cut. <laughs> It's so, probably just your fantasy. Now, that too. Now we're about to horse around with some maniacs. One of us is really going to enjoy murdering you. <laughs>
right, so before we get to this, because we got four people in the room, I took I took brief notes here. I thought you were gonna say I took like four so hits of acid you, and I'm starting to pee. If you feel like you got something you want to say, just fucking jump in, right? Thomas Scarecrow, I know you're kind of new, so I'm looking at you. You got something gotcha. to say? <clears throat> cut in. Don't worry about fucking stepping on my dick. I got something to say right now. See, if I'm you f- can all fuck yourselves. If I got it, if I got okay. something to finish, I'll just keep talking. If not, just fucking cut right on it. And I swear gotcha. to God, if you step on my punchlines, I will stab you in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> But let's have fun, guys. Come yeah. on. Big energy. Yeah. Big swig. Big swig. <laughs> you too, cute. Let me give you some of that mad dog in me before I fuck Cheers, you. Cheers, bud. All right. Here we go. Ooh, nice and warm. This was $10? No, the six-pack was. All they right. sell them individually now. Clearly, I know how to manage money. Do they still sell singles? Uh, cigarettes at gas stations? Oh, Lucy's? Lucy's, yeah. They sell those? Not here. All right. No, I, I see. I go, I go for the washed out condoms. You just turn them inside <laughs> out. You're going to go, homie. The film opens with a bizarre sequence. I already got something to say. No, I'm just <laughs> Where we see an unidentified individual visible only by his hands, creating a strange weapon a glove with sharp knives for fingers. Spooky as fuck. Tina. A young girl in a nightgown is rushing down an ominous hallway filled with steam and shadows. Suddenly, the bizarre man lunges at her, brandishing the glove. Tina screams and sits bolt upright in her bed. The entire thing was a nightmare. Dude, right. those creative writing classes are paying off, dude. <laughs> so first of all, I honestly believe this is the best opening to any horror movie ever oh it's a banger for sure <laughs> came plus, in hard plus it, you left out they threw in a random sheep <laughs> jump scare sheep right <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> <laughs> tina's mother comes into her bedroom altered or sorry alerted by her scream i can't even read my own fucking typing and notices that tina's nightgown is slashed near her stomach she says it's rob ben here tina honey you gotta cut those fingernails or stop that kind of dreaming there you go. Sex dreaming. The cuts are similar to what would have been made by the glove from the dream. Next. Are you okay? <laughs> Did you fucking do some lithium in the bathroom? <laughs> I, I uh, replaced all your fucking ibuprofen with... Um, uh, oh, oh, oh boy! <laughs> so you done took four with so. birth control, and I just took them all. <laughs> Hope you packed your bags, kid, because you're about to go on a trip. <laughs> uh, so next morning, oh, uh, uh, go ahead, dude. I'll say it. Mom's not bad either. Old creepy ass. He should have tried to pull like a mommy daughter slumber bag uh, slumber party combo. If you know what I'm saying. Let me fucking squish plus, that mitten. Plus, if you think your daughter's nails are that bad. Right. Uh, maybe you should try to do something about it. Yeah. Trim yeah. those fucking things. It's like get her fucking duct tape some mittens on her hand. Well, I could be like, she you're not going to be able to masturbate well with that. <laughs> oh, no. She's. You're going to cut your roast beef that way. Hey, yeah. He's, he's talking about Tina, not you. Oh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> De- Declipitate? I don't know. Fucking. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, got some clit stuck under the fingernail. Whoops. So Tina meets her friends at school the next morning. Her boyfriend, Rod, her best friend, Nancy, and Nancy's boyfriend, Glenn. Nancy and Tina discover that they both had the same nightmare. And although Glenn and Rod try to hide the fact, they seem to have been having nightmares too. And I fucking This is my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead, because you fucking hit us those. This is my favorite part of the whole fucking movie. Because they're talking about their nightmares, and he's like, All I woke up with is a hard on with your name on it, Tina. I was like, Holy shit, dude, She's you like, came in hard. Surprise you could fucking fit my name on yeah. your dick. <laughs> there are four letters in my name. How could you fit it on your joint? Yeah, your what joint. What do you say, like, <laughs> up yours and a bag of potato no, chips or something stupid? Twirly lawnmower. Yeah, no, twirly lawnmower. Because this was peak Welcome Back Classic era. Rod. 
All right, so uh, we fast forward to later that night. Uh, Nancy and Glenn decide to stay with Tina because her mother has gone out of town. Because she's a hoe! And I fucking love this because they're like... No kink shaming. Glenn, what are you going to fucking do? He's like, oh, I'm staying at my cousin's house next to the airport and fucking Rod this gave gag, me this fucking effects tape. This fucking gag rules. He fucking calls his mom. He's like, yeah, no, mom, I'm over here. Yeah, it's loud as usual. And he fucking... Like, he plays the fucking, like, sounds like the airport. Then it's like machine gun fire. Motorcycle rig. It's like, oh, the neighbors must be fighting. I, I'll yeah. call the ambulance, mom. Yeah. Sounds like the soundtrack to Rambo three <laughs> uh so all this is going on while nancy uh tells tina of her dream about the guy with the long fingernails and yep. they're like there's no fucking way we have the same dream but uh johnny depp in the the opening part is straight up dressed like chad from the friday the 13th game <laughs> he is fucking chad <laughs> all right i'll just chad's blur- a dick i'll just blurt it out uh because this is a good line tina if she gra- she's she grips up on that crucifix like uh Jerry Dandridge is her neighbor. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, so uh, they suddenly started to hear like a fucking like kind of screech. a rap on the windows and a fucking scratch, scratch. And so they fucking go outside and Glenn's fucking big tough guy. He's like, whoever the fuck's out here is going to get oh, their ass I'll knock your fucking lights out. All five, six of Johnny Depp. Also, Johnny Depp is dressed like Dean Venture at this point. Rod shows up later. Uh, during this fucking segment and frightens the three of them. He fucking spears them like Goldberg, dude. Yeah. It's a solid set. But he doesn't end his career. No. Ha <laughs> ha, Bret Hart. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Didn't think he'd be getting into this tonight. <laughs> and then it turns out he was making the screech, screech noises with a fucking, like, what, it's a garden? fucking gardening fucking hoe. Yeah, trellis? Trello, yeah, and he's like, fucking... ah, check it. And then he just chucks it in Tina's yard. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, that's you're an asshole and littering. Thank you, fucking piece of <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, smoke that shit with a lawnmower. Yeah. That'll tear your nuts my fucking off. little brother steps on that. That's awesome. Thank you so Thanks for breaking glass for my kids play, you piece of shit. <laughs> um, so I like how Nancy is just kind of like balling on Johnny Depp or Glenn. I guess I call him by his character name. So it leads me to the conclusion. Nancy probably gives real sad hand jobs. Probably. Oh, yeah. Unenthusiastic ones for sure. She Just definitely like, comes across uh, that way too. The whole fucking movie. Are you I'm gonna be doing the fun one and the queen of unenthusiastic hand jobs. Did you come yet? Piece of shit. <laughs> trying to get No, back Ben, to- did you come yet? I've been at this for twenty minutes, man. Come on. <laughs> Keep going. Keep trying, trying to get bud. back to the fucking vampire movie. Keep trying, bud. It's like a lawnmower. Uh so uh after some weird dialogue that would suggest that maybe Tina's not necessarily in control of this relationship. Rod and Tina go upstairs into the bedroom to fucking have <laughs> a Tarzan themed fuck fest. Jungle Man Fix Jane. <laughs> I was so confused what was happening up to this point in the movie. I'm like, does she like, are they together? Does she hate him? What is fucking happening? He's probably a jack off. Right? Like, he talks good. terrible to her, but she kind of fucking gives it right back. She, but like, it's not to hurt to him. It's like, she's like, don't leave me alone. Okay, you're going to leave me alone. But it went from like okay. slightly flirtatious to all of a sudden he's like fucking loudly railing her yeah, in the bedroom. Yeah, to me too I'm like, what the Mor- fuck? Morality sucks. Tina seems like the kind of girl that fucking drinks White Claws. Oh yeah, for sure. With and I pussy. fucking hate. <laughs> no shit, I'm at fucking Target today trying to fucking buy booze for you boys. And I'm drinking a White Claw and no. this uppity bitch all looks at me. All they fucking got is fucking White Claws. So I just fucking, I'm on the phone with my friend Krieger and I'm like, hey. dude, I fucking hate White Claws. Everybody's got a fucking White Claw. Bud fucking Weiser's got a White Claw. Truly, all this shit. I just want the fucking... Four Loco has a White Claw. 
I just I want the fucking dude who fucking invented white claws to fucking like I want something like horrible to come out about him. Like his name was Andrew Seltzerington. Either he fucking like has like a dog fighting ring or like he used the wrong pronoun. I don't care. I just fucking want him to be shut down. <laughs> All right, moving on. All also, right. I think Johnny Depp is fucking his knuckles and just crying to sleep. <laughs> Jungle Man fixed Jane. While Nancy and Glenn listen on to the fucking porno sounds that Tina is making and sleep separately downstairs because Nancy is a cold bitch. Can we just look how small Tina's bed is? I mean, like, you could, you <laughs> could put, yeah. like, you can make it a race car bed. I was I gonna mean, say it's as cool as my race car bed, but so all right. So in high school, like, what size bed you have? So I like I remember had a twin, and then I upgraded to a full, and that was it until I moved out. You guys had beds in high school. <laughs> you just sleep <laughs> on a pile of dirty rags. I use an old car motor as a fucking pillow. You had a friend named Ted Cruz, Anthony Von Mandel. That's what I was looking up. He created White Claw and Mike's Hard Lemonade. Now one of those are okay. Yeah, White Claw rules. Uh, through his Mark Anthony brands. Mark ass Anthony, am I right, boys? $4 billion in revenue in 2020. That's gone. I'm sorry. It's okay. There's more. Good. All right. Nancy's a fucking cold fish. (laughs) Sorry. She and Glenn. (laughs) more that brain tonic in you, dad. (laughs) Are supposedly just there as moral support for Tina. Because she's like, please don't leave me alone with this guy, as she willingly leaves with him. As all of them fall asleep, Strange things begin to occur. The wall over Nancy's bed seems to lose its solid form, and the shape of a human figure looking at her seems to lean out. This is actually fucking really cool. You know, they, he just gave me a boner talking like I, that. I mean, right? This is one of the best fucking special effects in any horror movie, and this this one is shown in any fucking like highlight reel. This is awesome. Yes, I, I don't know. Tell me. So you okay? So do you know how they did this uh, effect of? Uh, I do. All but right, Ben. Freddy. Freddie coming out of the wall scene. They actually hired uh, one of the sailors from the Philadelphia experiment, uh, but he got fused with the wall and he didn't show up for work. So they just got a big piece of spandex. And when you hear the chime, turn the page. Uh, They got Robert England to push himself against it. I guess the effects works, but it looks better than some shitty CG effect (laughs) and a piece of shit remake. Also, that's a tooth stuck in the glass. That's I haven't gotten there yet. Shut up. Nancy did not see it. Her eyes closed in half-sleep. When she awakens, the form disappears. Meanwhile, in the room where Tina and Rod lay after what I assume is a fucking uh, Me Too movement, Tina is awakened by the noises of the window. Someone is in the backyard hurling teeth at the glass. It's Michael Myers from the remake. So we just fucking got to this, like, what, like a year ago? Like, yeah, we were both like, what the fuck, dude? We always thought it was fucking rocks, then we are like, that's motherfucking teeth. I thought it was rocks. I wasn't paying attention, I, I guess, close enough. See, right? No, you thought just, it was rocks. Because you were probably watching on your fucking phone. It's goddamn baby not. teeth. I know. I was watching on a fucking big flat screen a TV, my friend. big ass with voluptuous On Blu-ray DVD, sir. Tina knows that whoever has been trying to frighten her is now outside trying to do it again. She goes downstairs to confront whoever it is. When she ventures out into the backyard, a phantom voice lures her into the alley. The same as in her dream. She is suddenly startled by strange things, such as a goat suddenly lurching into the alley. (laughs) Deadly glove with knives for fingers. He taunts Tina by laughing at her and whispering her name. And he walks towards her with his arms outstretched. 
stretched further than this humanly is so possible, crazy. spanning the entire alley, blocking her escape because they're being stretched out by two dudes on either side of the screen with fishing poles. Well, way to yeah. fucking pull the curtain back on yep. that, buddy. Go ahead, buddy. No, that's it. That's all I got. All right, I was. This some some uh, Lavar Burton level narration going on over here. <laughs> this is fantastic. I said I like him. I never wanted to meet him. <laughs> Tina retreats into her backyard and the figure leaps out again, this time from behind a tree. But not fucking from like a massive tree. Oh, this is so cool. <laughs> it's a fucking twig, dude. This is great. It's fucking skinnier than you are. I know. <laughs> you know how they did that? Uh they hired a dude from the Philadelphia No, okay. Uh <laughs> smokes and mirrors, dude. This makes me oh dude, this uh, so the best reference I can make to this. Did you ever see Beverly Hills Cop with Chris Farley? Of course. Of course. Fucking cannon. I you tag me with your front gate yeah. so I come in with a back door. Dude, the best is he goes. I'm over here, Tanley. And he like walks out from behind that tiny little fucking eye beam. <laughs> That's all I could think of. <laughs> His big fat ass walks out from behind that fucking <laughs> Rest in peace, Chris Farley. Oh, I right? love him. Yeah, I love him so much. Swigs for Chris. Yeah. You need a beer? Grab t- to, yeah, oh, what do you want? I, I got you. I, Dude, buddy, I put a, I put a bunch yeah, of oh, the cooler yeah, we, we, Help we, yourself. This is how we do it. Yeah. But fucking take a this is how I'll take whatever. We do it. Give him some hot cock chowder. He's a big fan. Yeah, I put that one in there. I believe that's oh, yours. Thank you. This is how we do it. It's Friday, Saturday night. It's a night and things are occurring. All right. So Tina retreats to the backyard. Skinny man fucking comes out from Ooh, a fucking tree. He looks at Tina, laughs at her, fucking slices his own fucking fingers off, dude. Freddie is so delightfully fucking insane it's just this two minute gap get a fucking little fucking green blood squirts <laughs> out fucking like, Nickelodeon style big smiling uh, Tina tries to make it to her back door but fucking Freddy tackles what her happens? ass they fucking they have a little fucking kerfuffle <laughs> she tears his fucking face off dude dude, that's dude so yes. amazing just like, <laughs> this like shit goes from zero to a hundred yes, so it does, dude. fast it's dude so good love yeah. it so good. He's so insane. Sorry, Cincinnati Jeff. Go oh, you're ahead. good. Next, we see Tina in the bed next to Rod, thrashing around. He fucking stands up. He's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Because she's fucking still dreaming. All this is going on. Fucking Rod's like, "Uh, can I fucking help you?" But all he can fucking see is fucking Tina is being fucking manipulated by some unseen force. Her stomach is slashed open with four moons appearing all at the same time. Obviously from the glove. And Tina is then fucking dragged up the wall over the ceiling and falls down onto the bed dead with fucking blood splattering that everywhere. That scene, dude. Jeez. That's wild as fuck. And he's just like, did I eat acid? So even you know how they got this? So they, they put, they built the room on like a big fucking like swivel and they fucking staple everything down. And then they fucking tie Rod to the fucking scenery and then they fucking manipulate the room and that asshole fred astaire walks in and so is fucking she's dancing. the only thing that's loose in the room so she's yeah, always she fucking like down by gravity while fucking like when like she's on the fucking ceiling rod's actually upside down fucking staring at her that's fucking bizarre man dude that they use uh, this room later yep and to think they like pulled this off wait uh, 84 they pulled this off in 84 practical effects like, my dude yeah. dude practical it, effects are the best dude amazing that that scene was so fucking <laughs> it was killer dude you can even see her kind of fucking slide and fucking bonker fucking knocker because it's like yeah oh, fucking, i was oh. i was curious how they did it because it seems so fucking realistic as she's like bouncing around the fucking room like a goddamn pinball so she was ac- reaching out and everything yeah it's crazy dude. she was actually bitten by a radioactive spider uh-huh and stripper so, yeah a radioactive stripper now we've got common ground it came up and fucking muffocated her. <laughs> <laughs> all right death number one tina gray 
that bitch got tore up from the floor up. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy and Glenn have now awakened to, to this. Right, the, the, the fucking uh, the Me Too sounds did not stop them, but they're like, mm, Tina sounds fucking pretty upset. We better go upstairs. They bust in the room. Rod's gone. Blood everywhere. The fucking windows open. Straight, Tina, straight bounce second story. Just Tina dead as fuck at the police station. Now. That ass though. <laughs> Indeed. Dad ass. It's still warm. Nancy is giving her account of what happened as she talks to uh Daddy Donald Thompson. That's right. Who also happens to be her father. Nancy's mother, Marge, and Lieutenant Thompson are apparently they, are they divorced? I think there's some I think they're separated. So I put this in here. I'm like, are they? Are they not? I don't know, but he's like working the whole fucking time. Yeah. So I, I think they are divorced just by the I don't know. We meet Nancy's parent. I'm kind of getting a divorce vibe from these two. That's funny. I didn't know Nancy had a Super Nintendo. Hey! hey. Ba-da, ba-da, yuck. I like how you raised your hand. It was worth it. This is fucking English class. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. I'm always raising that hand. He does. He does. I want to get super passionate no about something. Shit. Just it's fucking. Just fucking two of us in here. He's got his fucking hand up while I'm talking. Hey, the funny thing is, he, he never showed up for school anyway. <laughs> You're not wrong. Like the fuck's that hand up? You've for, got dude? perfect school etiquette, but never went I to just, school. I will see. I you got with no the hand class, up. Baby. I just keep talking. I like you're gonna hear me on one episode and where I just, just fucking like, pass out. Because I just fucking won't stop for him. I will make... It'll be the end of the script. I will just make shit up. My God, since Sandy Jeff is turning violet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we got two fucking divorced parents. One fucking Super Nintendo. They greet each other with restrained hostility. Oh, yeah. Rod is the obvious suspect in this murder. But Nancy feels that this is not the case. Although Rod has a reputation for being a delinquent, a punk rocker, a drug user, and a fighter. And a murderer. And a space cowboy. And a me tour. As Nancy uh, fucking goes home, gets a little sleep, walks to school the next morning. I like how she's like, straight tells her mom, hey, yo, bitch, I'm going to go to school. I got to be normal. And then, so. I got to do normal shit. Dude, so, misconception. Everybody thinks that Marge is drinking vodka the entire movie. It's gin. Because the scene while they're talking, the bottle disappears and then magically reappears. I assume it's a scissor. Scissor. Ah, well, see, I can also do a magic trick where I can make a bottle disappear. It's called I'm a fucking alcoholic. Actually, it's called a gaping asshole. It's a keep your pants on. Yeah, it's a good good trick. I can make a bottle disappear inside you, too. (laughs) So uh, Nancy then decides to walk to school the next morning. Rod appears. And I I love this. I love this. This is fucking this is what Rush Craven does. Rod shows up. No shoes, nope. no shirt. He's that, got just no the fucking service. clothes no that he fucking service, put on sir. in the fucking original scene plus jacket. So you can't leave that jacket behind. No, dude. Oh, it's a leather sweet. jacket, dude. This is the 80s. That's real leather. How's right. everyone going to know he's a punk rocker if he takes that fucking no jacket off, dude? Yeah. All right. Speaking of disappearing. It's not the covered in blood. I got to be fucking wearing this leather jacket. People know I'm bad. <laughs> Did you see secret agent Abe Fagoda tailing Nancy? And then he turns around, he gone. <laughs> Maybe he actually did, you know, go up with the twirling lawnmower, and that's why, you know. <laughs> that's what it was. That twirling lawnmower. This goddamn Rod Lane, I heard he sticks twirling lawnmowers into people's noses. Let's, let's keep an we eye out We should follow that, up on this lead. <laughs> <laughs> so Rod appears. He pulls fucking Nancy into some bushes. Rod swears to Nancy that he did not kill Tina. I ain't no fucking fruitcake. But before they can fucking talk any further, fucking Daddy Thompson appears, fucking gun drawn, and she's like, Dad, Excuse me, it's fucking bait. What does he say? It's like, now move real slow like your ass depending on yeah. it. And then he fucking... Nancy gets in his fucking way. He's like, no, Dad. Shh. 
Nancy, I didn't do it. The only thing I beat up was her beaver. <laughs> beat up that snatch, pretty girl. Now, this guy named Glazer oh, so pre- me how to oh, do it. Pretty- <laughs> Fucking. Now, kudos to Corey Hart or whatever the fuck his name is for tearing ass down the street barefoot straight Fled, Fred Flintstoning that shit Usain right there. Bolt. He's like, fucking see ya. He <laughs> took Carl off. Carl Lewis, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so Nancy is offended that her father used her as fucking bait to capture Rod, and she storms off. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Hi, this is John Zinkum, a founding member of the Spooky Squad, and I'm here to tell you that you need to be listening to my second favorite podcast. Here comes the Spooky. <laughs> All right, sounds just like you, buddy. We're who, back. Who the fuck is that, John Zinkin, dude? Oh no, dude! I, I probably know. never heard of him. Thrown down a flight. So he got he got. I had the fucking Patreon list open, and he's just like, I'm gonna fucking make promos for all these fucking people. So I have quite a few fucking promos made by Ricky Spanish, uh, pretending to be other people while he's a little fucking little drunk, little high. We were down here fucking eating edibles, uh, drinking some brown liquor, and playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater on the PlayStation. He sounds nice. just like John Zinkin, like exactly. Spot whoever on. he is whoever that yeah, guy whoever is. That is i don't trust like that all right so at school the next day the exhausted nancy falls asleep in english class and she thinks she sees tina standing outside the classroom door and i love this fucking this fucking special effect where she's just fucking in the fucking body so bag gross but it's not even like a real body bag because it's only fucking straight black like this thing's kind of like a like translucent a, yeah, yeah like clear plastic sheet i think what you meant to say was we see the landlord from fucking kingpin waxing theology while Lori strode is staring <laughs> off in the window and she sees michael myers out, <laughs> out there by the lost river drive through oh <laughs> wait D- different movie you're my girl my bad tina speaks to her from the bloody body bag and nancy sees the bag dragged away by some unseen force say that again tina speaks to no, her no. F- bloody body bag bloody body bag bloody body bag <laughs> bloody body bag bloody so body she bag. drifts out of the classroom and follows the bloody trail down the hallway and into the basement on the way, she's confronted by the female hall monitor. I put it down as big-nosed hall guard, which if you fucking look, her fucking name tag says hall guard. Oh, that's perfect. It's a little and more. She's wearing, you tone it down she's over there. She's Fred's uh, fucking sweater, who scolds her for not having a pass, leaving this big-nosed fucking Jew bitch behind. Whoa! Jewish. <laughs> you got to say the whole word. No running in the hallway. Nancy turns around where she speaks to Nancy in fucking Fred's voice, brandishing the weird knife glove and cackling at her like she's fucking Cincinnati Jeff. Dude, and she... ah, (laughs) And she's got all that blood and shit. Nancy goes down to the basement and is confronted by the killer, who is dressed in the same sweater and hat. His skin is horribly scarred, burned beyond all recognition. He's burned up like a weenie, and his name is Fred... Eh? He traps Nancy in the boiler room and backs her against the wall, taunting her to come to Freddy... He says, but just before he can slash her with the glove, Nancy burns her arm on a hot pipe. The burn wakes her up and disrupts her English class by screaming and jumping out of her chair. You know what the last (laughs) thing the fucking uh, landlord from Kingpin says? You can go home, Nancy. You'll need a hall pass. (laughs) Yuck, yuck, yuck. Even though she is now awake, she has a large burn mark on her arm, embarrassed and frightened. She leaves the school for the day. She's like, I'll call your mom. No, it's cool. I'll fucking walk home. I don't need your help. I'm a strong, independent but woman. She stops by the police station. She visits Rod in prison and confirms her fears. Rod is having the same nightmare, haunted by the same figure with the same glove. She tells Rod that she knows he didn't kill Tina, and then she's like, eh, I'm out of here. Good luck. I want to talk about something very horrific. Nancy's horrible khakis that just look like a 
uh, trash bag on yeah. her ass. Because I'm sure Heather Lankenkamp has a sweet turd cutter and everything, but uh, those pants aren't helping. Yeah, not doing them justice. So later on, Nancy is relaxing the tub at home where she has another incident where she's threatened threatened by Freddy as she falls asleep in the bathtub. And this is fucking super fun because like at first she falls asleep and you get that fucking sweet glove kind of fucking pop up before fucking mom Scritching knocks the, the door. And she's right, like, by, hey, right by the vagine too. Yeah. Like, oh, Nancy, oh. stop masturbating in there. I got you some warm milk. <laughs> Pour it on your clam. warm milk. I don't know, motherfucker. That shit's gross. ill. I, I, dude, I don't drink milk, period. It's fucking weird to me. I don't milk? know. Milk? Yeah, milk. Something yeah. milk. You don't like cereal? I mean, I, I, with cereal, like oh, okay. no, but okay. I, you'll okay. never fucking catch me drinking just regular milk out of a glass. Grosses me out. Oh, he see, only drinks really it out breakfast. of my butt crack. <laughs> yeah. So Nancy falls asleep again and then is dragged into some kind of abyss underneath the tub. I call it Camp Crystal Lake Swim Lessons. <laughs> she manages to swim back up to the opening of the bathtub and pulls herself to safety while Marge, hearing Nancy screaming, bursts into the bathroom. But Nancy tries to pretend that she, I just fell, Mom. She pulls the old uh, coat hanger in the yeah, fucking door. That's the tray. abortion coat hanger. <laughs> He's like, she you're not the that first shit pretty quick. Marge is like, She's get the fuck pro. to bed. Nancy's now like, fuck this. I'm fucking too afraid to sleep and drinks coffee to constantly stay awake. She has a fresh pot hidden in her room just in case at any <laughs> given time. And those pills that are just labeled stay awake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in my version, it just said meth. But, uh, I, I like how it's the 80s. It's just speed. You just get it at Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> it, Nazi brand speed. I have a, I have a thing here. Go um, ahead. Nancy falls asleep while watching the Evil Dead while... Glenn decides to pull a Skeet Ulrich from Scream by sneaking into her window. And uh, they talk about Ron and Todd. And anyway. Well, I haven't got there yet. Oh, shit. Okay, go ahead. I'm just pissing so, on your toes. Nancy falls asleep. <laughs> Actually, it's Evil Dead 2, I believe. Nope. 84, 87. Ah, you're right. You're right. My bad. Bom, bom, bom. Nancy, uh, then flicks. Glenn comes in and uh, Nancy's like, I'm going to fucking, can you help me? And he's like, what do you want me to do? She's like, I'm going to fucking fall asleep. And I need you to fucking stay by me. And if I look like I'm fucking thrashing, like fucking wake me up. Actually, the favor she asks him, if Tim Burton comes to you and asks you to be Willy Wonka, you say no, goddammit. <laughs> you say no. Or anything yeah. in general. You're, any, Sleepy Hollow is pretty badass, though. It is. So anyway. Nancy falls asleep and then, or we assume, right? Then she fucking starts walking down the street and she's, she's like, Glenn, <laughs> are you fucking keeping an eye on me? And he fucking Pop pops up. out of a fucking, yeah. Yo. <laughs> gotcha. So I have a, I have a question. So I, me and Nacho was talking about this earlier. So uh, how can Glenn be in her dream if he's We're still, if he's still awake? Oh my bad, my bad. Oh, you're right. You're Get right. off the fucking furniture. But good question. But you know, it also been awesome to uh, if uh, Johnny, how is Glenn in the dream if fucking Nancy's awake? If Johnny Depp would have been a rod, you know, beating women, you know, the whole him and Amber <laughs> Heard thing. Oh. oh. Some foreshadowing. <laughs> oh, so we call that. Yeah, so, don't get Amber hurt up in this bitch. So Nancy goes to jail to uh, visit the real life fucking Johnny Depp because yeah, he's never beaten up dollars. women. No, he didn't beat up <laughs> Amber Heard's a bitch. Uh, and uh, by peering in the window, she can see that he's safely in his cell, but he's asleep. She can see the killer approaching him, walking straight through the bars into Rod's cell. Nancy yells for Glenn, but he is no longer there. Instead, the voice of the killer answers, I'm here, Nancy, <laughs> and lunches at her, chasing her back to her house. 
She runs inside and finds she cannot escape, but her stairs have suddenly turned into fucking bisquick pancake yeah. sticky messness. Wait, <laughs> wasn't didn't he say I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy? Uh, or is that later? later? Yeah, God I was it. like, did we miss a bunch? And I keep getting uh, I, I keep getting distracted because Riley is balls deep in her paw over there. She's trying to her, run up yeah. to her room where she's supposedly asleep. Yeah. The, oh, okay. The killer smashes the window on the front door and peers inside as Nancy's struggling to get away up the stairs. He is wearing Tina's face as a mask. That's shittiest cosplay awesome. ever. <laughs> and imitating her voice as he says, Nancy, help me, please. Help me from Freddy. Save me from Freddy. Nancy wakes up and she is furious. She wakes up because her fucking alarm clock goes up. She's like, Glenn, you fucking asshole. Your fucking one job was to fucking stay awake and watch me sleep because that's super fucking fun for everybody and you're a piece of shit for falling asleep yourself <laughs> I have i'm gonna put a i'm gonna put a fucking paintbrush of fucking paint on the wall and you stare at it until <laughs> it dries i have an antidote here so a hundred years ago um our, our buddy yukon tom he asked me to uh watch his dog indiana jones the dog over the fourth of july week and i think they bounced out to their cabin or whatever who gives a shit anyway so Indy and I were super tight you know we're kicking it kind of thing and uh we're hanging out in the basement watching high school of the living dead and uh like you know we're spooning he's big spoon of course so all the fireworks of course you know they go off and shit and i have to like i'm down in the basement and it's dark and you know like he's upstairs somewhere so like i'm walking up the steps but so the scene but uh it's not biz quick what is it what do you think it is dog shit dog diarrhea all over the fucking <laughs> steps it. dude Nailed and it. uh poor guy so yeah but it was dog shit perfect yeah anyway there we go <laughs> so nancy and glenn then in real life hurry over to the jail to see rod as nancy is convinced that the killer is going to strike sure enough before they can intervene rod's nightmare becomes real as an unseen hand twists a bedsheet around his neck as he fucking um uh epstein's himself Oh, <laughs> or uh, the latest John McAfee himself. That's right, dude. That was gonna switch it up. <laughs> so death number two, Rod Laid. Jeffrey Upstein didn't kill himself. I did. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, so, joke credit of the Atomic Scarecrow, right there. Nice, well nice. played, sir. Well played. So as all this is going on, uh, the fucking cops come in along with fucking Lieutenant Dad. And he's like, uh, man, I guess that, uh, I mean, he just fucking killed himself, right? Like, that fucking kind of seems... You know these punk rockers be hanging themselves. Right? It's just fucking simple hanging. I like how they enlist Glenn to help. They're like, fucking grab him, grab him. And then, like, he checks the pulse, and he's just like... No, he fucking his head. dead. He's not alive anymore. <laughs> well, he is a registered fucking healthcare professional, so... Right. Like, We should is, definitely listen to Glenn. <laughs> why is Rod the only one that has, a, like, a funeral scene in general? Like, why, where's Tina's? You know, like she knows what she fucking did. Yeah. Te- yeah so yeah. Fuck you, so the next scene we get fucking it's Rod's funeral and it's I was expecting something like, but it's never there where it's like, you know, Tina's mom's there and she's like, fuck this fucking fucking daughter killer piece of shit. Like, but that never happens. It's just fucking Rob has a normal fucking funeral. And instead, fucking Marge yeah, you is like, like Nancy, the- you should fucking go to some sleep therapy. We should fucking help you out this way. So did you? Uh- Oh, so I have the priest at the wedding. Uh, that's not a wedding. Uh, kind of looks like Will Arnett a little bit. You know, it's like the opposite of a wedding. Not a divorce, but the thing where you get a Super Nintendo when you die. So Get fucked. Uh, Go ahead, Atomic Scarecrow. The pit in the pendulum. Pit in the pendulum, yeah. yeah dude, that uh, amazing podcast. Tom, uh, Tommy uh, Hudson said that uh, that whole funeral scene was no, supposed to be... Tommy Hudson, dude? 
he was supposed to, uh, that whole scene was supposed to be like a, a porno, like, like a, like a sad, like, fuck you, Rod, like whole oh. kind of funeral. I don't know what kind of funerals you go to, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, hey, if you're going to steal stuff from another podcast, never mention them. Sorry. Come up as if, if it's your own. Bring <laughs> it as if it's your own. Sorry. On this very original oh, idea you came <laughs> up with all I by yourself all just Na- now. Nachos told me beforehand, hey, you listen to you it. You only credit him if it's the horrible horror. All right. Or God say damn. you love Satan. That's right. Or forever midnight. No, fuck those guys. <laughs> Nacho, Nacho tries to fucking give him shout outs. He's like, Aaron South, Southwind? South, is that his name? Southwind? South? Southwest? <laughs> Kanye uh, Southwest? Uh, Aaron South Southwest. Southwest. <laughs> In McMaster, Marshall, McMcMahon. <laughs> so Marge takes Nancy to the sleep clinic where they monitor her body as she sleeps. Her nightmare sends the instruments haywire because of the, the intensity. And we see Nancy wake up. And she has a sudden gray streak in her hair from the terror. No, that's not what it was. It was Dr. Roger Rabbit fucking ejecting <laughs> her hair. And, there we uh, go. Okay, so I know this is cool. And, like, you know, fucking Marge and Dr. Roger Rabbit. Yes, Charles Foster is the dude who played Roger Rabbit. Who's also in Demonite. He's um, also in... Um, my Pants? Uh, no. Um, oh. uh, the, Zodiac Killer, the Zodiac Killer movie with uh, Zodiac? Not, not Spider-Man and uh, uh, Iron Man. Okay, so did you guys catch this in the poster on the background? Because I actually took a fucking picture of this. This is the most adorable shit ever. There's like one of those little cat... Picture of me? No, get fucked. Is it the loser. one that fucking hanging on the clone lines? Is I think, I, think I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's too precious. Look at this little fucker. Look how cute that is. Pass it on. Pass it on. <laughs> Was yes, that? yes, our wonderful listeners. You can. I'll post it on Instagram. Oh. But like, look at that shit. That is fucking adorable. It's a little kitty cat <laughs> popping out of a trolley. That Zodiac movie was that the one with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Okay, I want to make sure I think about it too. He's yeah. uh, one of the projectors that they think might be the Zodiac at the end of the movie. Night, night, not Nightcrawler though. No, that was sick. I'm telling you, it's like it's like distracting me. I keep seeing it. I'm like, son of a They're bitch. Adorable. They're adorable. They're adorable dogs. <laughs> yeah, the just, dogs in the CNC Far Factor. Yeah, they're he's just going to town on it. Yeah, Riley's just fucking getting. Well, you know what? He's not. Riley, stop licking. <laughs> and get over here and start licking. No. He's like, fuck you, dad. Where's the peanut butter? Look at Link, dude. That poor boy's like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> You're a good boy. Can't you see I'm on the phone? Do-do-do. He's like, I'll just lick my chops instead. I'm so mad I could slap your face. All right, so uh, fucking Nancy's got gray hair. There's also another shock for all of them. Nancy is inexplicably holding uh, the killer's fedora. And a cut on the wrist. She says she was ah. holding on to it when she woke up. And <gasps> there's a killer neck a beard running cut. around. <laughs> Rot row. <laughs> Nancy's mother continues to deny that anything strange is going on, and she insists that Nancy get some sleep. Instead, Nancy produces said fedora and points out that there's a name written inside. Fred Krueger, mom. Fred Krueger. <laughs> I like because Marge is like on the phone. She's like, I don't know where she got it. I don't know how she learned this name. <laughs> she hands a fedora over. She's like, Marge Ooh. denies knowing who that is. And Nancy joke. reacts angrily. And tosses a like, whole bottle of fucking booze on the ground. She's like, oh, oh shit, uh, maybe I could fucking just get fucking drunk like you, mom, and fucking forget shit. I just huh. veg out with you. And Nancy does some real shitty kid thing. Breaking a bottle. Get good and loaded. Well, I mean, A, drunk shaming her mom. Don't do that. And broke a bottle. in Full front of, bottle. Full bottle. Alcohol abuse. And she's barefoot, and then I like how she just fucking throws the hat her like, fuck you, bitch. And Marge, fucking, like, mom hauls off and fucking slaps her fucking five across the face and is like, this is for breaking my booze and for being prettier than me. And here's for getting blood on my dick. <laughs> I don't or, know, Marge is kind of milfy, though, dude. I, I mean, I'd fucking I'd dude, go for it. What, what's a Jerry Blank, Blankley? Not the chick from Strangers with Candy. Uh, 
Cherry Blake. Oh, I'm thinking of Blake Lively. I was like, yeah. no, that's not what? the same oh, person. She, she'd catch a case too. Yeah, she's hot. Um, Nacho's a uh, man crush boy uh, wife. So, well, it's like if I fucked Ryan Reynolds, then Blake Lively and I would. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Wasn't she married to fucking uh, uh, Ben Affleck for a while? Did I make that up? Am I yeah, making I that think up? You no made idea. that up. It's in your head. It's in my head. I know Ryan Reynolds is married to uh, Alyssa or no Alanis Morissette for a while. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Who is also married to fucking uh, Dave Coulier, fucking Joey. Hey, How what the, the fuck? fuck did we get? No, no, I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. I don't want to be ra- fucking xenophobic, but all them fucking Canadians just fuck each other. All these fucking <laughs> Canadians, you're the goddamn potato heads, fucking uh, making poutine and playing fucking hockey, drinking fuck the you and your poutine. You get no fucking poutine. <laughs> piece of shit. I'm just listening to the fucking simple men's fucking fantasies over here. I know, right? I just want to fuck all Joey right. in. The brain Nancy breaks the booze, gets slapped by mom. She fucking heads out. Nancy then has a conversation with Glenn where Glenn tells her that certain Zen masters could control their dreams. Nancy asks what they would do if they met a monster in their dreams, and Glenn says that they would turn their back on it, pretend that it didn't exist. If you take away a nightmare's energy, it disappears. No, I'm still here. Glenn is surprised that Nancy believes she will die because of her nightmare, and also that she's reading books on creating booby traps and fucking survival. Fucking <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> she just walks around with this fucking book. Like, it's not it's not weird at all. I'm not going to lie. My brother has that exact tabernacle. same book. There. Um, booby traps. That's what I said. So here's what fucks me up. This is Springwood. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not yet, it's not. No, it's Springwood, Ohio, and then clearly they are in fucking Venice, in fucking California, with a goddamn palm tree, a fart knuckle away hey, hey, from hey, Muscle hey. Beach. It's not Ohio yet. That that's part two. You sure? Oh, I'm a hundred percent. Ah, yeah, you would be. Nancy's mother finally opens up to her and tells her the truth when she comes home. Nancy, uh, she takes Nancy down. I have the entire dialogue if you want into uh, their basement where Marge tells her to forget about Fred Krueger, who was a murderer that preyed on young children. When Krueger was apprehended, a technicality, being an improperly signed search warrant, caused the evidence against him to be inadmissible in court, and he was not convicted and was hence released from prison. As a re- I'll let you do it. As a result, she and Nancy's father, along with other parents in the neighborhood, murdered Kruger by uh, on their own by setting him on fire. And here's what I love, and I'm going to let you do the whole dialogue. She's talking to Nancy about this, and she's like, "Mommy killed him." And she's we lit, we, we, lit, we lit it. Fuck, we lit him on fire, and we lit a trail of gas, and then we fucking lit it. And she's like tapping this gas can and the whole fucking time she's fucking smoking a cigarette what a bad fucking mom to be fucking having a fucking open flame right next to a fucking can of gas that's seriously irresponsible oh, do you <laughs> think marge gave a fuck at that point so uh from a very original idea that the atomic scarecrow had on the drive up here he informed me that uh fucking nancy's mom took freddie's claws and slit his throat with that shit damn Damn is right. So yeah. you, did you want to go down the uh, the whole the old <clears throat> exchange here? You want to know who Fred Krueger was? He was a filthy child murderer who killed at least 20 kids in the neighborhood. Kids we all knew. It drove us crazy like that bulge in Ben's pants. Uh, uh, we didn't know who it was, but it was even worth after we caught him. The lawyers got fat like Cincinnati Jeff. And the judge got famous. <laughs> but somebody <laughs> forgot to sign the search warrant in the right places and the atomic scarecrow was set free just like that a bunch of us parents tracked him down and after they let him out we found him in the abandoned boiler room where he used to fuck his kids i'm sorry what's the number one leading cause of pedophilia sexy ass kids <laughs> jesus fucking all right christ. Anyway, wow. anyway. jesus christ hey no 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 no. he's not wrong so i gotta be honest right 
they say that like one in every three fucking people in a neighborhood is a I was pedophile. Like, where are we going? Not me. I not me live next to two sexy eight year olds. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> Us here on the here comes the spooky podcast. The neighbor girl told me that she believes fucking. in UFOs, which is good because tomorrow she's getting abducted. Oh my good god! <laughs> All fucking mighty. <laughs> and also. <laughs> Let me see some of that orange sauce real this quick. Fucking mad dogs, really. <laughs> fucking fucking Lieutenant Dad. I don't know why, is about I don't know why Simple Ben would say all these things. Yeah, <laughs> that's so weird. Ben would say it and tell us to <laughs> say these things. Yeah. That's so fucking he Lieutenant wrote them Dad down is, on napkins is, for me. Is on his way. Don't worry. Anyway, blah blah blah. <laughs> I took his knife. I killed him. You hear this story? Boom, man. We're back, dude. Right. And that's the thing. My fu- our fucking phones are always listening to what we're saying. So I'm probably gonna get like some fucking. Here's some uh, sexy kid Last outfits time you were on my here, fucking, we had fucking Amber alerts left and right. Yeah, yeah what does that say, Ben? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so Marge reaches into the How furnace. How do we recover this? <laughs> and removes a dirty bundle. Unwrapping it, she produces Freddy's glove, which she took the night they murdered him. That's right. Nancy realizes that Freddy is out for revenge. Somehow reaching from beyond the to murder them in their dreams yeah but he started it so fuck <laughs> him you know killed my kids oh you killed me i guess we're even stevens but glenn, okay uh so now we, we transport yeah, over to uh glenn who is asleep struggling to stay awake in his crop top <laughs> yeah he is fucking right. yeah, and i love fucking i love this because like He's listening to records, but he's got like a fucking mini TV in his bed. And his mom walks in. She's like, Glenn, how can you fucking watch TV while listening to records? He's like, it's Miss uh, Top America Nude or whatever. Or Miss Topless uh, Nude America. Did some of the dialogue in this movie is just so awkward. Mom's like, fucking, how do you? How are you going to hear what she has to say? He's I like, don't need. He's <laughs> like, you fucking pervert. He's like, you like, motherfucker, ah. go to fucking bed. It, but here's the craziest thing about this scene. It's like quarter to fucking midnight. And she's like, Glenn, it's almost midnight go to bed and he's like are you about to turn in and she's like yeah me and dad are going to bed soon i'm fucking sorry but like even when my fucking kids are going to be in fucking high school cincinnati jeff's going to go to bed at like 10 o'clock unless he's fucking hanging out with sacha not just with Werewolf. like that's right fuck i almost called you sriracha <laughs> sriracha <laughs> hey, maybe we're on to something here <laughs> oh hey atomic sriracha von mummy. you hear that they have a tv in their bedroom too always bragging about your two fucking tvs in your house that was back in the day yeah well this was 1984 no excuse. I was too. too <laughs> All right, sexy so to get molested by Freddy Krueger. Nancy, at the same time, across the street, is getting a little worried about fucking Glenn and her own fucking safety because her fucking mom has put crazy fucking bars on her fucking entire. <laughs> oh house. yeah, it looks like a fucking jailhouse, dude. right? This looks like the fucking house in Friday. Looks like Jack in the Box down by fucking <laughs> State Park. Both acceptable answers. <laughs> so Nancy tries to warn Glenn, but his, uh, she calls, but her parents, his parents, will not allow him to talk to her. Yeah, dude, fuck her parents. So or his parents. Yes. Can we yeah. all agree his parents killed him? Uh, ooh, damn, you got a little yeah. morbid there, but yeah, you're yeah, right, Yeah, they're buddy. fucking you're directly right. responsible for it. So, well, I think Freddie helped a little bit. Because Nancy too, did talk but... to him earlier. She's like, look, Glenn, whatever you do, don't fall asleep, right? And he's like, got it. <laughs> he falls asleep. She's like, ah, he's fucking, he's asleep. I'm going to fucking call him. She fucking tries to call him. Fucking nothing gets through. It's a busy signal. I don't have to call him tomorrow. Bah! She gets super pissed off, and she fucking <laughs> rips the phone out of the wall. And then I love it. She's like, fuck. That was not smart because now this motherfucker is not going to work. She's only been up a week, you know. What if Glenn tries to call me? Right, she's a little bit up seven days, but the Guinness record is is 11. (laughs) So uh, she fucking walks out to fucking go check on Glenn. uh, And then as she's leaving, she receives a traumatizing phone call from Freddie. Oh, yeah? Who says, 
I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> With that tongue. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, it sticks out from the phone and fucking all right. licks her. Freddie is such a boomer. Okay, what I would have taken the Freddie phone and made it eat my ass while I was jerking off. And then I come <laughs> in his mouth and kink shame Freddy Krueger for liking it. Uh, but <laughs> Freddie might be into that kinky shit because, you know, he goes both ways and he's super into BDSM clubs. What, wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> I like how Nancy's like trying to sneak out the whole time and she's like keeping an eye on her mom who's like fucking pulling the gin out of the fucking towel closet. Hey, where do you keep yours? <laughs> I keep mine in a fucking uh, in the toilet tank on a string. Like, Nancy broke my one bottle, but she doesn't know my secret bottle. I think she has <laughs> bottles in like every fucking room. Bottles so and bottles and bottles. No matter where she goes, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll take a drink. <laughs> she's got a system, man, and we got to respect that. So uh, a fun fact that special effect phone. Uh, fucking Heather Langenkamp took that home with her. She's nice. like, I want to hmm. keep this. This is great. Hmm. What I? So uh, she realizes that Glenn is about to die now. So Nancy man. goes to fucking break out of the house and rescue him, but she can't because her mother has placed metal bars and all the fucking doors and windows, and she's fucking drunk on fucking liquor, and she's yeah. like, I liked it, Nancy. No one's getting out. I liked it. Good luck. You need to get some sleep. You dumb drunk bitch. Yo, white bitch. Don't talk nachos like that. I know. It's, it's okay. It's okay. You guys so, want to play bridge? Glenn okay. is fully asleep now. Now and is uh, very killed by Freddy as he is sucked into the bed along with the record player, the TV, and the headphones. The whole so, kit and caboodle. So how do you fall asleep with a bunch of boobs on TV? It'll happen. It'll happen. It's true. And you, you never know, fall asleep with your dick in your hand? Well, I wish I, I fucking had your stamina. Judging I by fall my dick in Nacho's hand. <laughs> <It's> true though. <laughs> judging by the uh, how the crime scene looked, there's a chance that he was still alive though. <laughs> So there's a deleted scene where the fucking bed spits him out yep, like a used yep, tampon yep. kind of thing. What part of him? Like his organs? No, just him. I don't know. I guess like they fucking ran him. I don't know. This this death is fucking weird. So he's sucked in and then a blood geyser comes out. Logically. And this is fun because this is the same bedroom that they used for Tina's death. Yeah. So they use the same effects where they fucking staple everything to the fucking floor, glue everything to the fucking walls. Yeah. What was fun though is they were like, how do we fucking get this effect? So like Wes Craven... Like talk to the special effect guys. He like, drained so much blood from like homeless people for this effect. <laughs> oh, perfect! He's like, we've got one chance Gene at Hackman. this one shot. So they put the fucking Gene bedroom Hackman. upside down, where the ceiling is down on the floor, and the and the floor is up, and they're gonna fucking pour the blood through the bed, right? But since it's on this fucking swivel, like because they still used it for Tina's death, the fuck all the blood is fucking so heavy that like the dude who's fucking pouring the blood in and making the blood geyser it fucking causes the room to fucking flip instantly and fucking sends the dude standing on top which obviously you don't see but it's in the like you can see hear about in the commentary fucking flying <laughs> and like he fucking like lands into the fucking like equipment shit and like all it's like almost he's got electrocuted like, almost he's like, yeah. did we fucking get it yeah he almost fucking dies and they're like I think we fucking got so it. So when yeah. you say to the windows, to the wall, to, walls. to the blood drifts down this falls, and all you bitches know, okay, death number three, Glenn. Now that's what I call a wet dream. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Nancy, understanding this is going on, now realizes that she is all alone. I'm not even going to hit the Don't. <laughs> I know, what's your pity? Pray or die. Calling her father, who is there to obviously un like oversee the whole death scene for Glenn, and he's like, Nancy, I appreciate the phone call, but I I've got to walk through all this Glenn, so like, give me a second. I straight up love the fucking paramedics come out with the stretcher. One of the cop goes, "You don't need that. You need a fucking mop." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Dad, I know who did it. 
is Fred Krueger, Dad, and I need you to come over in exactly 20 minutes. And I love fucking Nancy's innocence throughout this entire movie. She's like, and arrest him. It's the 80s. And she's like, please still arrest this white guy. If they can arrest Michael (laughs) Meyer. Oh, You can't even tell he's white. If it was Candyman, like, Dad, shoot me before I even bring him out. I had a thing I was gonna say, but I, I don't Mine's even, better. Yeah. <laughs> and drinking. She's like, Dad, please come back and like the fucking, you know, Lieutenant Dad's like Lieutenant Dad. Nancy, that's great. Get some fucking sleep and I'll fucking like he just patronizes her. And it's just like, I'm over here mopping up a fucking fifteen year old. Can you yeah, just like fucking I'll go fucking back and be sleep? there in one second? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we gotta take a quick break for some peepees and we'll be right back. Okay. Hello, my name is Matt Huey, and I am a member of the Spooky Squad. If you would like to be a member of the Spooky Squad, please visit herecomesthespooky.com. All right, and we're back. So Nancy sets up a number of booby traps in the house for Freddy, and I got to be honest, this is a little weird here. Booby traps. What I said. Booby traps. Uh, this is like I would say this is kind of where the movie jumps shark a little bit because yep. like fucking Nan- like I watched Skyfall because of watching this movie Skyfall. where fucking Nancy's fucking making fucking lightning fucking like light bulb bombs I'm Dude. like now I want to fucking watch Skyfall but like that's fine but then she fucking sets the fucking like sledgehammer up outside of the door that's my favorite <laughs> I love that that's in the booby trap book hang up a fucking sledgehammer so when they open the door it hits them right in the gut oh yeah. uh, I'm just saying dude and I'm she, sorry, she read a book and became a fucking MacGyver? Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? That is some Home Alone shit. I, I, the Sledgehammer's my favorite. Um, I, She probably has a Lowe's card, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey. So she wants to give herself the advantage after she realizes that she could capture him by bringing him out from the dream. After saying goodnight to her fucking drunk-ass bitch mother. Are you trying to tell me she gives mom a bottle and puts her down for the Dude, night and i love because like her fucking mom comes in she's like nancy you need to sleep and she like mom collects all the coffee cups and the fucking like coffee mugs and like all this shit like pots and then fucking nancy gets out of bed boom back pulls up, out pot. a fucking secret fucking pot that's plugged in the whole time from under the mat <laughs> <laughs> for an object <laughs> uh, she's like that's cool mom it's fine go to bed but she drinks this coffee then she still fucking goes to sleep uh, she finds that the door, uh, after she fucking falls asleep and goes to the basement, was uh, never really there before, and it leads down to a long staircase into another basement. The basement's basement? She continues to climb further and further downstairs, following ladders and stairs, until she's into Freddy's boiler room. Freddy is nowhere to be found, and time is running out as Nancy's alarm is about to go off, but she does find Glenn's bloody fucking headphones. She finds something from everybody. Rod Switchblade is there. Uh, Glenn's I, just like, yeah. I just like Glenn's because it's fucking clearly like, who would that be? It's labeled as Glenn's. Yeah, Glenn's. <laughs> uh, I think what Glenn's. you meant to say is Nancy sets her Loris brand a water-resistant clock for... 1220 sinks it to her watch was just like it's gonna wake up you're gonna wake up okay so <laughs> i don't think they had talking watch technology at that point and i am 100 percent positive it does talk to her though. aids uh aids uh, <laughs> that's roger rabbit's voice <laughs> okay when she's climbing around that basement where you kind of get some shadow moses fights <laughs> right i'm just saying i'm just uh, saying uh, uh, gamble oh my god no Nancy Clamp has battle. the fucking watch, and it's Snake on the other side. It's just like, uh, Nancy, there's a kid fucker down here. Don't you gotta put a down. box on. You you gotta get the key card and get it warm and then cold and then... You gotta put a box on your box. <laughs> you gotta put a, <laughs> you gotta put a box, box on, on your, your box. box. Takes to the slower zine. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So she unplugs her controller and puts it into the second slot to fight Freddy. No, it's Psycho Manus. Sorry. Finally, Freddy jumps out and attacks her. And after some struggles, uh, she's, they suddenly shift where they're outside Nancy's house. And I love it. She fucking crash lands into the roses. And like Freddy's out there. And she's like, what the fuck? fuck? Shit. What <laughs> fucking burn it. fucking bitch. She goes, Freddy, you burnt face pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy, Wait, Nancy says that, right? Nancy's scheme eventually succeeds as uh, during the fucking kerfuffle. She does bring Freddy in the real world. But first, it's like, kerfuffle. oh, no one's here. And then fucking Freddy jumps out and he's like, I gotcha. Uh, so they fucking run around the fucking house. Booby traps go off fucking left and right, uh, which gives fucking Nancy the edge. I feel like the fucking Benny Hill theme should have been playing. <laughs> I'm just saying Nancy gave Freddy a real. Floop a doop. While this is going on, Fre- uh, Nancy is trying her fucking best to get the attention of her dad. She fucking slides open to him and she's like, Daddy, Daddy, come home me. It's like the dipshit deputy. It's fucking. Uh, I know, he's like, Hey, keep an eye on my daughter in case anything weird happens. He's like, What? He's like, I don't know. Weird shit. She's I don't know. Maybe weird. she's like screaming out of the window. Please fucking help so, me. Like, I don't she know. Opens the window weird. the first time and it's like, He's not paying attention. The- then she fucking busts out glass and he's like, this isn't weird mm. enough. I don't got to let him know so yet. So she's like, go get my dad, you asshole. Yeah. And he fucking straight up goes like, I better go get the lieutenant. <laughs> I also love like when they show up in the police station earlier, she's screaming at Garcia. He's like, now look, Nancy, I took the night shift, so I don't have to. Do- Shut the fuck up, you ethnicity, and find my fucking <laughs> parents' white privilege. Fuck. What is your favorite fucking racial slur? I will use it in a sentence. <laughs> What's your least favorite? Because I will... Mail it to your mother on her cat's Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> so, Freddy chases Nancy through the house down into the basement where she this sets is- him on fucking fire. No, 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 no. Uh, I love that shit. She fucking floop-a-doops his ass. He's, like, trying to be oh! all... Cre- oh! <laughs> Round two, bitches. Uh, he's, like, trying to be all creepy, sneaking around the furnace, like, hey, I'm gonna get you. And she's like, nah, bitch, hang on to this. And fucking... No brakes, all gases his ass, and then fucking lights him on fire. And he's like, no, 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 no. Please, no, no, no. Oh, no, I, I've done this before. I do not like this. And this I, fucking, not I love Nancy's fucking like, tenacity. She lights a match, and instead of using that match, lights the rest of the matches on fire, and then uses the box to fuck up the She lights one, and she says, let's dance, Burt, bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make a little fucking comparison here to, to, to Freddy versus Jason. This shit fucking cracks me up. It, it, it clicked in my head. Fucking Freddy versus Jason, when Freddy gets pulled out, he's like putting up a good fucking fight against Jason. Like kind of beating his ass at a couple points. The, but you're telling me fucking Nancy from the block is gonna fucking take <laughs> out fucking Freddy? No, okay, if we're hey <laughs> if we're talking Freddy versus Jason, that sheer scene where old girl fucking pulls her out of the dream, it's like, watch out, Prince, it's the first time kids to get a little messy. <laughs> Just the fucking look on Freddy's face, like, I thought I was gonna fuck this chick. There's a giant dude in a hockey mask. Oh, shit. He's got the umbuga face. He's like, ooh. Boss music kicks in. Dude, that fucking <laughs> butt rock metal starts, and I'm Cummings. Anyway, back to the episode. He just yells stars. and God, that stars. Movie, that movie's trash in the fucking best way possible. Sir. Freddy on fire, right? Uh, as he fucking got thick, too. She runs back swollen. upstairs. His fucking daddy Thompson's like, please fucking can you break in? You clearly don't have a fucking key to your own fucking house. When Freddy, when swole ass Freddy on fire is running up the steps, did you catch Pee Wee's bike to the left? No, it's not in the basement of the Alamo. It's in the basement of the Thompson house. <laughs> He's just fucking you, bitch. Fucking kill you. It's not for sale, Freddy. <laughs> uh, so fucking uh, Lieutenant Dad finally fucking breaks in with this <laughs> fucking Dad. army army of fucking uh, thugs. 
Uh, but uh, Nancy and he are shocked to fucking uh, find the fucking Freddy's never be found. The fucking house is full of smoke. They run downstairs. There's no fucking Freddy. Dude, this is dope. And so then, while they were downstairs, he fucking... Fabugas around. Floop-a-dooped up the fucking <laughs> again, steps, again. dude. And fucking Nancy follows fiery footsteps upstairs That's to right. fucking mom's room. And she's like, come on, dad. And this is actually really good fucking special effects. I like the fucking fires are like different Did you catch that little vortex? Yeah. That was dope as fuck. Yeah. yeah. They probably almost lost everybody in that one. Uh, so they follow the trail upstairs, finding Freddy struggling with Marge on fire in her bed. That's a <laughs> spicy fucking, fuck scene. Dad's like, oh, that's fucking, what, what's going on here? This is a little too hot for me. Let me and fucking, then what, Nancy grabs a chair and just cracks him in the yeah. back? And fucking, like, steel dad, chair. dad's like, ah, uh, no, you put it out this way. <laughs> it fucking throws a blanket over her. <laughs> They fucking pull it back after the fucking smoke clears and uh, fucking nothing's left of Freddy, but mom's charred corpse fucking like descends into the mattress, into the abyss. <laughs> Death number four, Marge Thompson. What are those? Um, what are those beds called where you where you fold it into itself and it tucks away? A cot. It's a Mur Murphy bed, right? Well, this one's a Margie bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I need to talk about this. No, really. How the fuck do you explain this to the insurance dude? Uh, like. Hi, my mom, uh, she was like a spirit's Halloween skeleton and then like floated down into the bed and then like disappeared and then the bed made itself. So is she the bed now? And is mom's skeleton in the bed? Do we have to bury the bed? I don't understand this. This is fucking weird. Right, because like Nancy Sounds jumps into the bed, like to tries me. to fucking like claw at the fucking mattress, but there's no mom like to be a found. No, no, you stick a guy who has maggots all over him on it. <laughs> and then Dr. Gerard shows up and straights Ejax on his back. When you contact your insurance agent, you just want to get that one guy that just kind of doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. He's just like, you tell him what happened. He's just yeah. like, sounds good enough to me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Wait, is this hail damage? Or I'm talking to the guy that's it. like two weeks from retirement. <laughs> yeah. No, because so then he's going to die. The, superman the supernatural manifestation Dude. shocks Lieutenant Dad, but Nancy seems resolute. She asked to be alone for a moment, and I love it. Like the fucking cops are coming, like everything okay, Lieutenant? He just fucking closes the door and was like, "Yep, cool, normal, yep, normal shit." Yeah, you see, everything's what? perfectly yeah, he's like, yeah, fine. Yeah, half my stuff just disappeared. I'm good. <laughs> the owner of half my stuff is no longer around. Yeah, what you never seen a fucking chick turn into a bed before? <laughs> Whatever. You know what? She was bitten by a radioactive. Mattress. Murphy bet. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I no longer have to play alimony. So, yeah, everything's fucking cool here. Nancy might be having some fucking problems, but I'm all right. So, Lieutenant Dad leaves as Nancy's like, let me fucking be alone for a minute. Freddy then appears, rising up out of the fucking mattress. So, Freddy's the bed now? Freddy's mom bed? Is <laughs> Nancy this a sitcom? Nancy turns know. her back this time, remembering what Glenn had told her. She curses Freddy, telling him, you're nothing. You're shit. You ain't shit. He lunges at her. You a bed bitch. But her lack of fear renders him powerless, and he vanishes into thin air. Yeah, see a bitch. Honestly, I think this reminds me of the Doctor Strange movie where he's like trying to bargain with Dormammu or whatever. Dormammu, I've come here to bargain. Afro-mapapagophagus. Let's talk turkey. Nancy then leaves the bedroom and suddenly finds herself outside in a beautiful fucking morning, dressed for school. Like a goddamn. Her mom's standing right next to her, like nothing's happened. Marge stands on the porch and sees Nancy off to school in a loving way. And she's, she's like, you know what? When you get fucked up and you can't remember the night before, that's when you've hit rock bottom. I'm done drinking. <clears throat> they say when you've bottomed out, you can't remember the night before. Yeah, well, some people still think the fucking earth is flat. So what's your fucking point, you daft bitch? <laughs> so Nancy goes off to school uh, and, you know, she gets in the car, Glenn's car. 
with Tina and Rod, by the way, fucking perfectly. Oh, happy. they ain't dead? Yeah. So everybody's fucking alive. When Nancy gets in, the comfortable convertible roof suddenly slams shut over their heads, and the roof appears to be green and red, much like Frederick's sweater. <gasps> bom, bom, the windows goes up as the car drives off, and, and Nancy's like, Mom, Mom! And she's Mom's just fucking waving like, she's I'm She's in a goddamn drunk. parade. <laughs> yeah. It's all four of them trapped inside the car. Marge seems oblivious, waving goodbye to the kids. She gets yeeted through the window. When she suddenly... Reverse Suddenly, fucking Freddy's arm smashes through the tiniest fucking window you've ever seen and pulls a fucking grown-ass white woman through it. It's very fucking bizarre movement. I love it. Dude, that's the best Barbie doll ever. I mean, I'm a Barbie... Yeet! I'm a Barbie girl in a Freddy world. Imagination, mutilation. Come on. I'm done. And the end. Yay! We hey. did it! <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Well, this is Yukon Tom, and I am one of the biggest fans of Here Comes the Spooky. I love it so much. And I think you should listen too. Again, this is Yukon Tom for Here Comes the Spooky. All right, and we're back, and that was UConn Tom, so thanks for listening. That's exactly what he sounds like. All right, right. do you uh, kids? Do you kids want to see a dead body? So we've got four, count them, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, fifth. All on screen. Squatched. Number one, Tina Gray slashed across the chest and body with Freddy's glove. Bitch got tore up from the floor up. Number two, Rod Lane. Hanged with a bed sheet and fucking, uh, you know, accidentally might have suicided himself. Maybe not. Jeffrey has it in kill himself. <laughs> Number three, Glenn Lance pulled into the bed, turned into a blood geyser. Now that's what I call a wet dream, bitch. Number four, Marge Thompson burned to death, descended into the abyss. Mommy be gone. Yeah. <laughs> now your mommy's a mommy. <laughs> Jamie's an orphan. Oh, God. That's so sad. All right. So, uh, favorite kill. Guests go first. Thomas Scarecrow. What do you think, buddy? Uh, Probably Tina. I think it was just great how she got dragged across the ceiling. That is a good one. You know. It's honestly not a bad one. (laughs) Simple, gentle, mustang, Sally Ben. Hmm. (laughs) This is a fucking tough one, honestly, because there's two that I like kind of equally, but one is more fucked up, but I don't really understand what the fuck happened. So I'm going to pick that one. I'm going to go with the blood geyser. Glenn, Glenny boy. Search your feelings. I I just, the reason that I would, because Tina was my other one. I fucking love the Tina. And the Tina one, I could actually kind of follow and understand what the fuck is happening. With Glenn, it was just like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? There's blood everywhere. They just fucking, he looked like one of those things, like the fucking Euro meat spinning on that you would like cut the fucking, (laughs) that's what it looks like, dude. Like the spindle that the Euro meets on and they cut it off. That's what the blood got. Anyways, I'm done. Go ahead. Nachos, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, it's got to be Tina, man. Okay. Got Tina, two for Tina. What about you, Cincinnati, Jeff? Uh, two for Glenn. I got a Glenn. Oh. Here's the fun part. Let's is, finish this in the front yard. Yeah, we're, we're, style. we're taking this outside. Both are fucking in the same, <laughs> like, the same fucking effects room. What's the weakest death? Uh, All I can agree. It's, it's Rod. 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 I was actually going to say I'll Marge. I say Marge. Uh, no, because... How dare you have an opinion, sir? Because uh, fucking uh, Rod's fucking dead body fucking hanging there looks fucking great. Marge, you see barely anything. Yeah, first of, yeah. you know first what? I'm changing. All, it's Marge. It's Marge. Now that I think about it for a second. <laughs> first of all, how does Marge die when he's in the, the real world? She. Like, right. Like you, she if we're using be, proper you gotta pronouns. Have, you got to ask fucking the sequel that question. She uh, can't be sucked into the bed like that. All right. Yeah. You guys ready for stuff you should know? Yeah. Hello, greetings. What seems to be your boggle? My boggle? 
Love that. <laughs> New Line Cinema was saved from bankruptcy by the success of this film and was jokingly nicknamed the house that Freddie built ever since. I don't think it's jokingly. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks Kanye West Craven. <laughs> Heather Langenkamp's boyfriend at the time of shooting is credited for creating Freddie's nursery rhyme. No shit. Yep. Wow. Wes Craven first came up with the basic idea for the movie from a series of articles in the Los Angeles Times. Over a three-year period, a group of Southeast, Southeast Asian refugees from the Hmong tribe, several of whom died in the throes of horrific nightmares. The group had come to the U.S. to escape murderous uh, reign of Pol Pot, and within a year of arriving, three men had died, all in similar situations. The young, otherwise healthy men would have nightmares, then refuse to sleep for as long as they could. When finally they fall asleep from exhaustion, they would wake up screaming, then die. Autopsies results revealed that they had not died from heart failure, but had just simply died. It's good to have a hobby. It was this <laughs> inability to find a cause of death that intrigued Craven so much. Medical authorities had since called the phenomenon Asian death syndrome, a variant of sudden unexpected death syndrome, or SUDS, or... Baruga syndrome. Look at the big brain on Brad over here. Oh, some work. Oh. The original glove was later used in A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, and was also seen hanging on the wall in the workshed of Evil Dead 2. That's where I got confused earlier, 1987. Where? Workshed. This was in response uh, to the use of the Evil Dead poster, or sorry, television screen in the film, and part of a continued banter between directors Wes Craven and Sam Raimi. However, when Wes Craven loaned the glove to a Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors set, it got lost and is rumored to be in possession of Robert England's agent. That's what I heard. Yeah, because he showed up mm. on set. Or, yep. At that very reliable source that yep, you, yep, you uh, told me he, on the way here. Yep, yep, he said, uh, you knew this all by yourself. Yep. Well, I'm actually Robert England's agent, and let me tell you, <laughs> let me the, tell you. The idea behind the glove was a practical one on Wes Craven's part, as he wanted to give the character a unique weapon, but also something that he could uh, be made cheaply and would not be difficult to use or transport. At the time, he was studying primal fears embedded in the subconscious of people of all cultures and discovered that one of those fears is attacked by an animal claw. Mm -hmm. Around the same time, he saw... Uh, uh, cat unsheathed its claws and the two concepts merged although in the original script the blades were fishing knives not steak knives as in the finished film do you know what the name brand name of the knife is i don't echo according to west craven robert england was the not the first choice for the role of fred krueger you know Clearly you do, because you're reading the fucking trivia. Craven had initially wanted a stuntman to play the part, but upon testing several stuntmen, he realized he needed an actor. Just think, dude, Kane Hodder could have been Freddy Krueger. Do you know, during this time, who uh, Craven was uh, sharing an apartment with? Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker up that's in right. this bitch! Oh, so, that's interesting. Back in the day, in the 70s, uh, England went and read for Han Solo. The whole and they were like, "Oh, you're too young," and he's like, "Sorry, Fuck you. Harrison Ford." They but like, they were like, in. "Okay, so like Robert came back and he's like, I had this fucking dude sitting on my couch and I was so fucking like, I was so upset about not getting this part. We fucking downed a six pack together, and I told him like, "Hey, they got this fucking like part for this young farm boy, and Mark, you'd be good for this." So Mark Hamill went and fucking read for Luke Skywalker and got the job. Huh. Worst casting ever, and apparently. He never thanked him for it. No, I don't know. That piece of <laughs> so, shit. So you know who they were casting So originally. Freddy got Luke Skywalker. Well, Freddy got fingered. 
<laughs> so, Daddy, would you like in, some instead sausage? Of, instead of Robert England, who they were trying to cast sausage? for the position? Is that what you're asking? Wait, you said, do, do you know who they're trying to cast? Who oh, no, who cast? they were originally going to cast as Frederick Krueger. Yeah, well, just a stuntman. I, I, David Warren. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, the Loeb from fucking Freakazoid oh, and shit. from Turtles 2 and from everything. I was going to guess Robert Africa, but... <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> the 2006 Infinity film release fixes a continuity error in the original film. In the scene where Glenn watches over Nancy as she sleeps, she turns on her light before going to bed. But it's on when she wakes up. The Infinity Film fixes this mistake by digitally darkening the room where she wakes up until Nancy's mother enters the room and turns the light back on. Hey, George Lucas, fuck off! The Infinity Film also has several deleted scenes in the special features, including one where Marge tells Nancy that she had a brother she didn't know about who was killed by Freddy as a child. That's right. Apparently, all the Elm Street brats had older siblings that Freddy uh, fucked to death. And this is the only film where they never reference his children or Elm Street. Oh, hey, one thing on that ending scene there. Actually, I just fucking randomly thought about this. I'm throwing this back in because we were talking about the movie, obviously. Yes. At the fucking ending scene when they're driving away, it has uh, the fucking kids playing jump rope. Oh, yeah. We kind of didn't really talk about the jump rope. Yeah, because that was was the nightmare that they were having before. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, the fucking because she was talking about the nightmare. She's like, I see these. That's how it starts. Yeah. The the little girls having playing jump rope. And then at the end scene, One, it ends with them playing jump rope. <laughs> My mind has been blown. <laughs> well, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it. <laughs> Actually, I had, oh, do you have something? I had a bit of trivia. Oh, I'm sorry. Please. So, go ahead. did you know that Freddy Krueger killed the Fresh Prince rapping career? Ah. <laughs> Yes, he did. You guys, you know about this? Get on that mic and tell me. Like, All right. Like, you know how to use it. Oh, yeah, baby. So, anyway, get on the mic. Anyway, so, uh, what I think was Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dream Warriors. Dokken. Boom. <sighs> or Dokken, if you're a dick. Uh, anyway. Oh, boys. Oh, that's part five, homie. Damn it. <laughs> Try to flex, sir? No, no I'm just okay. trying. Yeah, good luck. So, anyway, Will Smith, you know, like, well, Fresh Prince was a big deal, you know, his rapping, because parents just don't understand, you know? I'm not familiar. Oh, um, he's the freshest of the... There's a shitty joke I'll tell you later. Anyway, so anyway, Fresh Prince tried to make a Freddy... Well, he did. He made a Nightmare on My Street. If you've ever heard it, it's fucking phenomenal. But yes. And then he was like, I will make this song. You're like, I paused it. I gotta Make me proud. Anyway, so, yeah, he made a song called uh, Nightmare on My Street, and it's all about, you know, DJ Jazzy Jeff and, you know, like in some broads. They and went to they go, go out with Tina and. Yeah. Yep. He got Tina. Well, anyway, we'll listen to the song afterwards. But anyway, so he made the song for the movie, and he's like, yeah, this will be in the movie. This will be awesome. I'm in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and fucking New Line Cinema said, sha na na. Sued the fuck out of him. And they sued the fuck out of the Fresh Prince so bad, the Fresh Prince. Stop making music. He can't for... rap as the Fresh Prince. Yep. So uh, that's why Big Willie style, you know, fucking Will Smith. So, yes, technically you can say Freddy Krueger killed. The Fresh Prince. And he's burnt, hey. like, he's burnt like a wiener. He's he's burnt up like a weenie burnt and his name like is Fred. It's a really good song. And the weird thing is, is when you watch the video, they have like this Kmart weird, not Freddy Krueger. It's like 
Kugi Frugger. Did he not think about that before he just started fucking? Uh, he just well, did I mean, it, I think. He, you got to think, dude. In the That's late, stupid, man. In the late eighties, he was such. He was, he was such a big guy, like yeah, a big name, a badass. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I mean, man, those, those those fucking production companies, man, they don't give a fuck. They'll sue the fucking yep. and they did the shit right and out of your did. asshole. They fucked Straight him over. Death. They fucked him over. Hard. How much did they fucking sue him for? Do I do I even dare uh, ask that number? I just know enough to fucking put DJ Jazzy Jeff in fucking the homeless shelter. I just know yep. the court yep. the court trial ended. Is that with- true? Are you being serious? Uh, no, but I mean, I was like, holy you, shit, you, dude. Have you heard about DJ Jeff since the fucking Fresh no. Prince of Bell? I, like, I actually fucking legitimately worry about that guy. Yeah. Like, I is just, he eating? I, I want him to. <laughs> I just know the trial ended with Freddy Krueger throwing fucking DJ Jazzy Jeff out of the out. courtroom. <laughs> yep, yep. Uncle there Phil out. Boom. <laughs> and then threw his ass out, too. And then fucking big guy's like, I shot a kid. Wait, wrong movie. Go All ahead. right. So uh, we're going to get to the final cuts, final thoughts. What you liked, what you didn't like. Give me your rating. Well, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it. <laughs> Thomas Scarecrow, you go first. Uh, I'll, take out, a, I'll take a break, me, Tonic. Ten, 10 out of 10. Uh, it's a 10. I, this movie is just fucking phenomenal, and Wes Craven is a just a genius in general, you know, Thanks, to man. be able to reinvent horror twice. No like, doubt, It's just homie, fucking no amazing. When you say reinvent horror twice, uh, elaborate. Uh, Well, Nightmare and then Scream. I mean. Oh, I thought you were going to say People on the Stairs and uh, Deadly Friends. <laughs> okay. We can do that, too. Gentle, simple fucking Mustang Sally Ben, go ahead. Uh, man, this is a tough one. This is a tough one for me. You know, I think it's, this it's is so the most of your thigh I've ever seen. Like I said, I got a lot of flesh it. going on over here. It's With like, the lights on, anyway. Sorry, <laughs> I like wieners in my butt. So it, it's it, <laughs> <laughs> make that a button. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. This is this is fucking tough, and I say this every no pressure. Time. I just want to make sure you get I to your say car this real every safe. Goddamn you're always, you're always on the big ones. You're always on the big. Ones. I am on the big ones, which is fucking uh, super flattering that you guys yeah, allow me to be on for those. Will, coming in. <laughs> Did we get one of those? Just one of those. Couch kids. Couch There it is. There it is. Uh, coming in as a fucking thirty-three-year-old that doesn't remember shit about this movie, watching it fresh. Man, it's a fucking awesome movie. It's a f- absolutely fantastic movie. I kind of got lost at a couple points. I'm like, what the fuck is even happening in this movie? Uh, I'm like, at, like that a little after halfway mark, especially like with Glenn's death, and I'm like, dude, what is happening? Like, I feel very I confused. Would you and, say it gets a little nightmare, a little jarring? Um, I'm going nine out of ten on this. I loved it. It was a fantastic movie. We'll let you live. Nachos, go ahead, buddy. Ten out of ten. <laughs> out of 10. Are you fucking crazy, dude? Uh, okay. You, sw- you grabbed a long boy and you switch it for a fucking long boy. Do you have anything to say or just ten out of ten? No, I'll, I'll break it down. Break it down. Break it on down. Uh, so, dude, and I'm kind of mad they don't do this in the later movies. Like, we have the iconic. Well, that's a hell of a koozie you got there, pal. Yeah, here, hand it to me. I'll put it in there. You fucking talk. All right. Instead of getting a fucking beer swiddle of my comics. Ooh. Fighting words. Go ahead. Ow. All right. So anyway, thank you. Um, the soundtrack, this '80s dark synth soundtrack, they do. They don't really bring. I mean, yeah, we get like the Freddy theme and the fucking, you know, the jump rope and shit, and or jump rope theme, and that I comes. Like the soundtrack when they're like in the fucking boiler room, like the chase scene of the. It's third that act. pulsating fucking. That's. It's. I, I was watching. I'm like, I know it's not Elfman. But it's fucking pretty close. I mean, if it were, I'd be okay with that. I mean, so, like, dude, the soundtrack is a 10. Not a lot of gore in this movie, but that's okay. They're pretty just, light on it. I mean, that, that's kind of Heavy a... Heavy on the blood, though. 
I mean, that's kind of a staple with the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. It's never really gory. Ooh, I don't know. Part three with that vein walk, but we'll part get five. to that. Depending on which VHS oh, you yeah. watch. Hey, Greta, eat your guts, bitch. Bon appetit, bitch. Um, I mean, dude, the story, just it's a fucking 10, dude. All-star cast. Nobody really sucks in this movie. Yeah. And uh, what about you, Cincinnati, Jeff? What you bring it on home? Uh, well, so I would say what I like about this movie is what, like... And not enough kid fucking. That's my only problem with the movie. Wes Craven said it to do something that was very original at the time. And the fact that you, like, you're watching this movie, you're, you're not sure what's real and what's fake, right? Like, the, we, it, like I don't know if it was uh, fucking the Thomas Scarecrow or fucking Simple General Benny brought it. It was like, I'm not quite sure, like, is Glenn in the fucking... Like, dream, is he not? Like, when he pops out of the tree? Like, you never know what's, what's reality happened, and yeah. what's fucking not. And it's always like, are you, like, I'm watching this. I'm like, are you awake, Nancy? Are you asleep? Who the fuck's going on here? Right, Yo, that, that line really that's well. a lot of fun. Yeah. That might have been. It was a, original at this point. That might have been a dream manifestation kind of thing. Like, see, I'm hanging out with Cincinnati Jeff, but you're actually Natalie Portman. The way I interpret it is. And we're fucking is... eating oysters on the Titanic or whatever, you know, <laughs> but it's your house. But we're hanging out with yeah. big doors. Yeah, right, right, right. I, is I, as I, I interpreted is Nancy's asleep and she's just imagining Glenn there, right? Her part of the dream is that right. Glenn is there. Like somebody that's I know what just I, said, that's what a I dream thought. interpretation. And, but I love that. Like, you never know when they're asleep and awake. And, you know, this is like one of the first movies where you get like the kind of turn uh, uh, ending where it's like, did they live? Did they not? Like, you always, you would, you know, like, Carrie. Obviously, Nancy you, lived. You get a lot of shit where it's like, oh, my God, Jason's still alive. Oh, you, my God, yeah. Carrie's still alive. But like, this that boy's like, bad at swimming. You're like, what the fuck happened? Is they still dreaming? Like, I'm very fucking confused yeah. here. And that was fantastic. I would say the weakest, and it's kind of weird to say, Johnny Depp. Probably the weakest character in this yeah. whole fucking It's kind of a dullard. But honestly. he's a jock. <laughs> kind Is of he, a, though? Because, like, Rod's the jock. Like, he tackles him, like, in the beginning. Legit spear. And he's like, yeah. fuck you, dude. Bullshit. And, he's like, and then he fucking busts out the fucking switchblade. I like, love how Nancy just see his face. <laughs> Did you just see his face? Yeah. Dude, how Nancy takes that switchblade, it just... She knows how to use it, dude. I mean... Nancy's from Caseyville. <laughs> She's the heights, baby. Up, Straight I mean, from the heights. Uh, as I said, probably the greatest opening to a horror movie, right? I agree. Uh, it's so creepy. It's uh, got a fucking sheep. Yeah. And then just the music. The ding, just the entire ding, scene. How? Oh, that it's just fucking amazing. So you know how they uh, John Carpenter came up with that? His dad actually taught him that. Wait, that's Halloween, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. My bad. It's cool. I can, I'll can. i finish my then, thing later. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. <laughs> Fuck him. You talk all you oh. want. And then, I mean, no matter what slasher or whatever you got, everybody's got to sleep. Yeah. You know. Everybody's that's the thing. That's sleep. the thing about this. Like, it's fucking sleep. Sleep's the fucking most important thing. And, like, it... It's so scary when you think about it. It's like, fuck. Everybody has to fucking sleep. Just like the Scarecrow said, dude. Like, in a cut... It's not perfect, though. The one thing I fucking take away from it is fucking Nancy's all of a sudden the fucking Hardy Boys out of fucking nowhere. She's fucking <laughs> No, dude, expert. my gripe is she never shuts so, her. She finally shuts her mouth at the end. I don't mean like, blah, 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 bitches be talking, but like her mouth just like the whole time. Sounds the good. music, face, the fucking yeah. effects, again, light on the fucking guts, big on the fucking blood. I give it nine alcoholic moms out of ten. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you put Nancy in any other slasher, she's done. She's yeah. one of right. the first ones out. Like a, I don't I know, man. If you give her the skills, like the survival skills, 
and put her in another slasher. I think probably she, fucking beat out Laurie Strode or equal to fucking like the Halloween fucking H4O or Laurie Strode. And she was doing this straight out the gate. I, honestly, Laurie Strode from H4O or Old Man Laurie, as I like to call it, is pretty much her mom, but competent. Right. Yeah. One, one last thing I want to throw in here, too, is like talk all you want, baby, walking into watching some of these fucking movies like I'll essentially say for the first yes, time, your Halloween's, your in- fucking Friday the 13th, blah, blah, blah. Um, I will say without a doubt, Nightmare on Elm Street has been my favorite fucking not even close. So a waiter, Dr. Luna shows up with the four of you guys. What would you. All right. So you've let's oh boy. we're just going to put the three together, right? The big three. You got Friday the 13th. Right. You need to put part one or part two. Whichever you prefer, Jason or Pamela, obviously Halloween one, and then Nightmare one. What do you think is it's the, ni- it's on one. paper the scariest? It's Nightmare one. See, I say Nightmare one too. I would say Nightmare one. Nightmare. Yep. Straight up, dude. This is it's a like, psychological mind fuck too. Yeah. You got the slasher and the psychological. It's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Sorry, Nachos. I wasn't trying to cut you off. It's wild as fuck. It, it's it's like you bring my dog in this shit. He get wild too. Yeah. Nobody knows what I'm talking. So it's it, a, it, and it, that's it, the crazy because like Freddy took off after this, but. From part two on, it's because he was funny and oh, crazy. he's not do, funny in part two. He's sinister as fuck. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like part one, like he's this, like funny. this is wink, fucking wink. so scary compared yeah. to these other things. This, this has not been seen before. Top ten scariest movies of all time. Yeah, dude, it's fucking. Ter- it was. It was actually pretty scary, even as a fucking thirty three year old ass man. I'm like Jesus Christ. This With shit kind of fucks like my, my head dick, a little bit. You know? yeah, yeah, so Martinez fucking like in the body bag in the hallway. Fuck, dude, that arm flop. Go ahead, Atomic Scarecrow. I think it makes you scary. Like uh. You know what, Jason? You know you don't go to Camp Crystal Lake. Don't you know, go to Haddonfield. Uh, Halloween. Uh, don't, don't go be to friends with Lori Strode. Yeah, don't be related to. I'm her. sorry, uh, Nightmare. My parents <laughs> murdered you, and I have nothing to fucking do with it. <laughs> Bitch, I don't even know but you. Here we are. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we get on to uh, ending up the episode, we got a few things to go through here. Uh, we've got a couple of voicemails. Hell yeah! First up. Uh, we've got uh, a little soundbite from a video. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Uh, so I got a little video sent to me last oh. night from Nachos McWerewolf and the Atomic Scarecrow. Well, so you want to give us a little backdrop on this video here? Uh, I'll let you handle this. Uh, uh, so pretty much my sister, Kira, and her uh, boyfriend, Jeremy, uh, he does commentary for Shamrock. In Shamrock, the local... Local St. Silver Louis Shamrock, yes. The fighting. mask company. They're amazing. Uh, so she was over at my house last night, and they like to play a game. You know, like we give him a word, and he tries to work it into his commentary. So Which is fucking awesome. Nachos uh, got him to work in. Uh, here comes. Well, hold on. We had a word first before this one. Floop a doop. Floop a doop. And he also, uh, we also had him to uh, do Slobber Knocker. Slobber Knocker, <laughs> Wampa. And, and Wampa. Uh, uh, what, what did. What did what did Blackula say? Like Flubble McGobble or some shit? It was some he weird said some shit. silly ass word, but it, he got it. All right, so here, here's the big one though. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. I gotta turn the fucking sound back on. Here it comes. The next thing you know, boom, here comes the spooky. <laughs> it, it made nachos his night. Did he was so fucking I livid. fucking lost it. <laughs> and, I awesome. mean, that sounds it sounds like if that if that's a catchphrase, I might need a couple pennies out of each uh I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, so we got, got we got a couple of voicemails we want to get through real quick. All right, let's hear this shit. Man. All right, you go pee real quick. You go pee. Just go. Eat your fucking butt pirates! I heard you guys stop sucking Tom Atkins' dick long enough to pee too. 
Up here comes the dookie. I mean, spooky. But seriously, congratulations wrapping up uh, season two. That's uh, Tom Atkins. Halloween 3 still sucks. The Lord has spoken. <laughs> I know who that, well, that is. That, that, was nice. that was Marshall. That was nice. Fucking Lord Marshall. Glad, Always glad to hear from our listeners. Right. All right. <laughs> so we got three to go through. So we got another one. Congratulations, you beautiful bastards. You made it through two seasons of the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. I gotta say, that shit is unbelievable as someone telling me that Pamela Voorhees wasn't a great mother. Or that Halloween 3 wasn't a great movie. Or Goldberg was a great wrestler. Or the Cincinnati Jeff doesn't make nachos wear a gimp suit and then lock him in a crate at night. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> anyway, listen to Orange Joe. Listen to oh, Orange God Joe. Damn it. <laughs> so the best part is how fucking Google transcribes this one. So Who the first one was obviously fucking Marshall. It was pretty on point. This one, I'm just going to read a snippet. Okay. Uh, so, or the Halloween 3 wasn't a great movie, or Goldberg wasn't a great wrestler, or the Cincinnati Jeff doesn't make non-Jews wear against suit and then lock, lock him in a crate at night. <laughs> damn, very anti-Semitic, Google. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Google. Thank you. <laughs> that was, of course, Chris Samples. Oh, that beautiful man. The Chris Samples? The was, fucking oh, Chris Samples. Get the fuck out of here, man. The, I wish that I fucking could have got to the fucking commentary for that. I might I might put something later on in the summer, but like, because the fucking, the Nothing But Trouble episode is just fucking full of bangers, it's, it's dude. It's silly as fuck. Mm. It's silly. But With I just, clients? again, I fucking ran out of time because fucking Sarah McLaughlin only makes five minute long songs. I will remember <laughs> you. Now, this is, uh, this is our last one for the night. All right, what do we got? Hey, Dukes of Spook. Congratulations on season two of Here Comes a Spooky Podcast. Your second favorite podcast, usually after a horrible horror podcast, which is where I'm from. This is Aaron <laughs> Southworth. But again, congratulations, guys, on season two. I do have a question for you. Uh, this is related to the episode I believe you are doing on today. Yeah, July, June 26th. Anyway. Can Freddy Krueger continue to exist without Robert England? That's the question I pose to you guys. Because if you think about it, Dracula still existed without Bela Lugosi, as played by Christopher Lee and several others. Frankenstein, again, the face is classic to Boris Karloff, but has been, you know, used throughout history of film. No problem. But Freddy Krueger, it's a little bit different. He's got that swag. He's got that Robert England style. Can someone else, can can fans drop the need for Robert England for Freddy Krueger to survive? That's my question to you. Again, congratulations. Here comes the spooky. Way to go, guys. All right. Peace. And, of course, that was Aaron Southworth yeah, uh, from the Horror Aaron Podcast. I love Aaron. Aaron's so, such good people. I'm going to take this one first. Aaron Southeast? Southwest. Southwest. Because <laughs> uh, we, we met earlier in the week and kind of talked about it. And one of the crazy things, and he brings it up, right? Dracula. I automatically always So the think initial question is... Bella Lugosi. The initial question is, Fred can Freddy Krueger and the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise exist without Robert, Robert England? England? Robert England has said several times, I don't know if he really means it, sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't, that he is no longer going to be Freddy. What are we going to do? Well, actually, he played Freddy Krueger on the Goldbergs like he a did couple years He did just recently, ago. just recently, like pre-COVID. But... Can the franchise survive without him? The answer is yes. I the franchise so. can. Well, it's not Rorschach. But yeah. the, <laughs> without no, Rorschach, here's homie. Thing. Here's the thing. Hold on. It's the fans that have to allow it. 
adapt. The fans are the fucking problems in this aspect. A remedy that's fucking fantastic. Hold on. I'll, let me if I can get their chance. I'm just burping. But. Yeah, anyway, so. James Hurl Haley fucking. George Hurl Haley. Yeah. Like, he was, he was good. His movie was He's not. He's an amazing actor. He was fucking great as Freddy. But again, he was not given the fucking greatest keys to the fucking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, he was not set up for success. No. They and tried his, hard. His makeup sucked, too. They, f- they fucked him over. And it was not set up, right? Because, like, it's like, well, it's not a fucking. It's not a, it's not a uh, costume change because we all accept a new nightmare. New nightmare was fucking fantastic. Right? They had a fucking big costume change. Yes. There. Yes. But it's, we've got to get past. And I agree. Because I talked to Aaron about it. He agrees. You got to get fucking past it. Robert England is will not be this guy anymore. I'm sorry. He's going to fucking probably not show up. Now, He's I know that 70, you um, know. that Frodo Baggins, uh, what's Elijah, his nut? Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood, has said, like, and he has his own horror company. He's like, I want to make one more fucking uh, nightmare. Spectre Vision. With Freddy. Hell yeah. And Robert England. And then I want to move on. He's like, but I got to get, I got to get Robert England one more time. And I would love to see it, but oh. I just, He's 70. I don't see him fucking beating up teenage girls right now, right? <laughs> I have a hard time beating not up without teenage Viagra. Girls. I'm fucking thirty. <laughs> Hi-oh. So I listened to a, a, awesome. a different podcast recently. No, you had an original idea, and uh, <laughs> he was talking about Robert. He was talking about Freddie vs. Jason. Oh, it's the Michael Rosenbaum shit. Yeah. No, that's fine. We can. And then like, he talked about you know like it's on uh, our podcast when he got yanked out of the water, you know, to jump on a dock. He oh, said, it, that was that was all him. That and was he said it fucking. Yeah, he, he jumps so hard it, out it, of that lake without destroyed any him. cables. Yeah. He's like, dude, I can't, I can't do these. Like, I just, I have to look right, uh, really quick, ten times to get the best take, and it fucks my spine up. He's like, I'm seventy, dude, I can't do it. So yes, I think that the franchise can live on, but the fans need to accept it. Uh, Thomas Scarecrow, you go ahead. So there was a thing where apparently uh, Robert said that he would love Kevin Bacon. I'm okay the with that. Yes, he good. gave three actors, and Kevin Bacon was his number one choice. But yeah, I mean, who were the other? Big dogs, old too. No, he. he I mean, not as old. He's probably in his fifties, right? Uh, I would say probably into guessing. We're in our late thirties and almost. He, 40s, but here's the thing: so. but I think like he Big never brags do about. It. He never brags or talks about Friday Thirteenth. But he's like, I love horror movies, like yes. Stir of Echoes. He's like, I have to play such a range of like. Pretend to be frightened and terrified, but again, never talks about Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know why. Maybe he's ashamed of his. No, he he's okay with it. He played uh, no, no, not ashamed of being in the movie. I think he's afraid, like ashamed of his performance in it because again, he never brings it up. He's like, hey, Invisible Man, check that out, or, or not Invisible Hollow Man, uh, Hollow, Hollow Man. Man, or fucking check out Star Echoes again. Yes, all that stuff. Or he did a couple new ones. It's like yes, but he never ever brings up fucking Friday the Thirteenth. All right, I don't. You have to you have to drag it out of him. For I'll that. say it. I don't think Friday the Thirteenth was his first movie. I think it was Animal House. Animal House and yeah, no, it wasn't his first movie. I'm just saying it was his first horror movie. Oh. But he always says like horrors give you the Dude, best. I just think range he would actors. be awesome. Like, I think I agree. I, I'm on board with uh, Kevin Bacon being uh, Frederick Krugerin. That's a thumbs up. You can't see me do this, but I'm doing Jenna it. Jenna Ben, what do you think? Well, you guys brought up Kevin Bacon. I started thinking about Footloose over here. I kind of zoned out over the last couple months. Oh, my no, God. Uh, <clears throat> Freddy Krueger in a dance suit. <laughs> Cut the rug, bitches. Pretty sure we've already seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm not the most qualified authority on this uh, subject, per se, but I will say, a hun- like, it goes for anything, really, and you fucking nailed it, is 
and I'm pointing to old Cincinnati Jeff here. Uh, you, you, the, the fans have to adapt. You're gonna have to fucking adapt. Look, I know, you know, Robert England is fucking loved and as as Freddie, and it is what it is. But if he's old and can't do it anymore, just doesn't want to do it anymore, he's just fucking done with it. Well, if you want the series to continue, then fucking adapt. Get used yeah. to it. I mean, the, you get the, two choices. Yeah, like, fucking don't like they come out with a movie and it fucking flops, and the fans are like, fuck it, then fine. You know that already happened. Fucking, it was the remake, yeah. and it was an abortion. So it's the same thing with Evil but Dead. But it was. But you know, it was bad writing. Go ahead. It's the same thing with Eagle Dead. You know uh, that remake you know, is awesome and suck my dick. Not even that. You know Bruce and Sam both have signed on. Um, all right. The producers of a new Evil Dead. Oh, that new one neither, coming out. But Bruce ain't gonna be part of it. Like he's just gonna no. be a producer. You know. But and he, he, we'll see. Fuck. Man. Batman has withstood the test of time with like fucking seventy three different Batmans. So yeah, you got a point. <laughs> Christian Bale sucks. Yeah, they do can choke on a weenie the heck. Go ahead, Nachos. What do you think? Uh, yeah, bring me Kevin Bacon. Uh, honestly, I'm listen not- to Orange Joe. <laughs> and Perfect. so it begins. Hey, wait, my love life. <laughs> <laughs> when I looked at my wiener in the mirror. That's his favorite thing in the world. I do. Listen to Orange Joe. And we're back. Suck it, Aaron. Anyway, uh, yeah, dude, I think Kevin Bacon would be amazing. Honestly, uh, who who else? What even? Hey, who was the other three? Yeah, let's other hear team. the other two. Uh, I have to look it up real quick. Abe Fagoda and David talking. Spade. No, like uh, I'm trying to think of a younger. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a younger actor, like a, a actual younger actor. Well, well, they don't need to be like, no, like you know, like our age. And you know what? I yeah, we're old as fuck, dude. You know right. what I don't want to see is some CG abortion like we put Robert Ungland's face on some little no, on, hell no. on on fucking Zach Efron or whatever. He's just he spray paints the fucking green and red on his abs. He's like, hey, do you want to get fucked? Gary Oldman and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No, no, no. he's too big. Uh, Gary Oldman can do anything, he's but in, no. He's in this room right now. I'm actually pretty sure Gary, Gary Oldman's Oldman. about the same age. I said Gary Oldman can do anything, but no, like. Or older than fucking Kevin Bacon. How about uh, how about Nick Nolte or Nicolas Cage? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking! I, 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 you, you just well, lost it. Welcome to Problem Time. <laughs> fucking, <bitch. laughs> fucking Gary Busey. Oh. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street featuring Gary Busey. That would be a fucking. I think inner. I think Gary Busey's older than fucking Bobby E. Man, and he would still do it. I fucking promise you that dude is. Oh. Welcome to Prime Time. No, bitch. No. Them goddamn horse teeth hanging oh, out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're running out of the episode here. Anybody got anything else to add? Uh, suck it, touch it, or fuck it. All right. So I want to thank the Patreons. Always, you guys make this fucking show happen. Tom Aerosmith, Matt Huey, John Zinkin. Who's that? I hate that guy. I love that guy, but that's what he signed up as, or Ben Welly. And, of course, the newest Patreon member, Noslin80. Really appreciate you guys. You fucking help this show be what it is. We well, couldn't do our, it without you. This is our season finale. We will be back in a few short months. Maybe. And we're probably going to have a couple surprise summer episodes for sure. I'm pregnant. Throw one thing in before we close it out, boys. Go ahead. Nachos likes wieners in the butt. <laughs> I like wieners in my butt. Uh, also, <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Nachos made my Patreon for me. So. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, you guys help me buy brain tonic. Check us out, www.herecomesthespooky.com. We've got a hotline, 704-666-2814. That's right, bitches. If you think you're tough and you think you know a little bit about something, holla at your boys. 
Make those words come out of your face and shut up. And as we fucking round up the season, I want to thank again all the guests, Gentle Ben, the Atomic Scarecrow, Dogmaster, Chris Samples, Aaron. We had fucking uh, Shake on here. That's right. Yeah. Oh, we had Captain Trips. Ah. Captain Trips. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, a lot fun. of fun there. I yeah. want to be a big ups to Dr. Loomis. Oh, boy. <laughs> Did anybody order shots? Michael! <laughs> this season ain't over yet now that we're talking about fucking Loomis. Let's start it, boys. Let's go. Oh, no shit. I'm fucking listening to the fucking highlight. Like, I'm listening to part two, looking for some highlights. And he goes, and then Loomis comes up and goes, does somebody order shots? And I fucking fell out of my fucking chair laughing, Yeah, dude. And like I said, I was like, did I get it? No, got to go back. Listen, do it again. Uh, love you guys. Thank you for listening. You guys are awesome. Thanks, gang. But hey. more importantly, Thanks for me be oh, here. this is your fucking boy, Cincinnati Jeff, reminding you to listen to Husker Do and to always stay spooky, you little bitch. <laughs>